Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recorded live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to TIPS Targeted Individuals Protection Support Saturday Night Podcast. Today's date is July 16th. 2016. My name is Shelley Hoyle and I'm your moderator for tonight's call. Welcome and good evening. We are about human rights. We help support and expose crimes directed at victims called targeted individuals. Our matters are organized stalking, electronic harassment, plain telpro, non-consensual human experimentation, harmful frequencies, torture, and the misdiagnosis amidst the psychiatric field. Please join our efforts in exposing these extreme human rights violations throughout the world. All right, community activism update. Uh, well, let's first announce our guest speaker for tonight's call is uh, Peter Rosenholm and uh, and and Kate are going to be here to talk about. Kate's got some wonderful updates, and uh, and and of course, it's always a pleasure to welcome Kate. And I hope Carla joins us and uh, Peter to talk about um, some more shielding stuff and just about uh, uh, kind of where the technology is, some new twists in the technologies and. And uh, you know, keep people up to date, and you know, keep us strong as a community. And and, and so, um, anyways, we appreciate um, those efforts. I did not do a newsletter this week. Uh, I am out of town. Uh, I got called in to help my sister who is very ill. And so this is where I'm at. I mean, I'm in another, I'm in, you know, 1,500 miles from home. And so, uh, but uh, working it out on the call. Um, and it also helps if I get just a little support with the newsletter. It becomes a lot more easier to do if I have some support from the community. Um, not, you know, I don't have offer donations or, or memberships or anything else. So, all right. So, community activism update: Dave Boyd, PI in America, cross country walk. Um, he had a sore back and almost called it quits. Um, but he stuck it out and got took a week off, and he's back out on the road. And we continue to encourage and support his efforts. And if anyone has been helping follow up through the media calls, we thank you very much. And I know it's a lot of work, um, but it's important work. And uh, so thank you, Dave, for that. Because um, he's been on the Rule of Freedom, Power Hour, Men on the Desert. I listed a whole bunch last week on the newsletter. How many media news outlets he's uh, we've been in contact with um, Spencer and Ella and Mariana and uh, Ella um, all work very hard at, uh, in following up on those uh, leaders. So uh, we can't thank him enough. And uh, I, I really I'm going to do a short um, introduction today because I have had any time to go to my emails and follow up on much, so I apologize for that. But the TIPS website is fully operational. I have posted, you know, lots of good stuff, kind of inner city council packet, uh, books and documents, and human experimentation, and U.S. government projects and programs, and mainstream media. Um, and I also designed a, a, a through a Vista Prints a buffer sticker, uh, and that's been interesting. Uh, have that on my bumpers. <laughs> um, anyways, 
again, Ella has a call on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, I believe some nights she starts early. She starts at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, so, and her, her her room number is one four one four seven six. She took over for Karen's night. Uh, Karen is taking a break. She's still keeping her room numbers. So, uh, we thank Ella for that, and we thank uh, her uh, enthusiasm for bringing the activism forward that she participated in. And anybody's activism, uh, we really uh, encourage a lot others to uh, get on board, so that we can end and expose extreme human rights violations. I don't even want to talk about what they do. It's ugly. Okay. Um, I, I, the, the uh, let's see, so on the 23rd, um, the, uh, the TI, uh, TI campaign, the TI awareness campaign with Jimmy Yee and Ken Posner are putting together a uh, a, a get-together uh, where they're going to film TI testimonies. Um, very impressive com- productions company. It's called Jump Out of the Frame Productions. Uh, they will be sending the polished, edited, professional final versions to the New York Times and rebuttal to the article that was <laughs> so discredited and uh, <clears throat> irritating. Anyways, it's a really great, great, great production company. I've seen her videos before. It's very well done. Uh, and she is asking for financial assistance uh, to put it together. And needs advocates and representing uh, from the East Coast. So if you are interested in supporting these efforts, please contact Ken Posner at 732-608-9696 or email kennethposner65 at gmail. Com. I'm sure there's another update with Jimmy, Johnny, but I don't have that information. But uh, those two are, are the ones that fit most fit together. So thank you for those efforts. That'll be interesting if we can get the, should they want to put it on YouTube and, uh, and just put it out there and then put it out to the public and encourage those efforts. Um, okay, so July 16th, Seattle Group is going to meet from 1 to 2.30. Oh, that's tomorrow. Tomorrow. At one two seven five five Greenwood Avenue North, Seattle, Washington nine eight one three three. Contact Laura Solway at two zero six three six five six one three nine or Curtis Kimball at eight one seven nine zero one eight two seven zero. I don't. I didn't go look at the update for um, Oregon. Maybe sometime during the call, um, Amy can come on and update it uh, for me if I. Yeah, I haven't been able to get to my computer and do all the follow-up work that I usually do. Okay, so let's get down to business. So uh, again, welcome everybody, and I'm going to um, find Peter. <laughs> Peter, you want to hit star eight, please? Kate, you want to hit star eight? All right. Hi, Kate. Hey, there's Peter. Oh, good. Hi. Are you able to hear me? Yes, we hear you. Okay. I have trouble with this phone sometimes, so if you start not hearing me, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thank you. Yeah, uh, we got cut off the other day, too. I mean, it just never ends, right? 
and your phone sounds funny, or you know, whatever they're up to, they're up to. But so welcome and good to have you. And I don't know how you guys want to work with you in theater, but go ahead, go for it. Well, I think we decided to sort of have a conversation, and um, I think that um, there's a few things I wanted to cover um, prior to us getting into um, more detailed uh, technology. Um, one of them being that I wanted to let people know that um, the company that's planning or has been um, uh putting the documentary, A Good American, with Bill Benny out there. Um, they um, did a Kickstarter campaign. And I would encourage anyone to, um, if they're on Twitter especially, um, they can find out about that. I will pull up the information in a minute, and maybe I can send it to you. You could put it in the chat room. Um the reason I feel that we should try as much as we can to support this is our, all of what we're involved with, um, you know, the the hidden technology, um, the covert agendas. We're all tied into what Bill Benny is trying to expose. So um, I just wanted to share that information. I believe that the attempt is going to be um, to have a good American um, in the United States sometime in September. And um, I, my feeling is that if everybody contributes, it will happen. Um, there was, I don't know exactly when the director first announced it, but um, there's a very small window of opportunity for people to contribute. And the good thing is that in certain cases, depending on the amount that you contribute, the money will come back to you in the form of tickets. So um, I don't know what you have to do to contribute for that. I, I know there were some uh, dollar amounts that they put down. I think $75 was for... Um, like signed posters and, um, you know, a, a good seat at the movie. In cases that was $100, I think you got two tickets. I don't remember all the details, but I, I do know that basically it, he needs to be able to fund the, the movie to get it there. So if people contribute now, um, <coughs> money will come back to them um, in the form of tickets if he makes enough money. Okay. Um, it's all over Europe. He, he's like a rock star over there. And, uh, you know, everything we can do to get the information out, especially for an election, um, will bode well for uh, covert information getting out. Um, I also wanted to mention that um, Magnus's website, the World Cash website, is attracting more and more people. Um, it's growing significantly. And, and Magnus is committed uh, to working with everyone. Okay, I know that he's had conference calls with Derek, for example, and he's willing to talk to um, everyone that is organizing people. And um, if you also have any ideas for, um, you know, getting more people together, more people from other countries 
to come together, um, you know, just let me know because we're doing everything we can to expose this. Um, Magnus has traveled to other countries as well. I also saw um, somebody just sent me something tonight that Barry Trower is going to be on a call tomorrow night. It's a blog talk radio. Yeah, can you get the time and dates for that, maybe? And, and yeah, I think I just sent it to you, Shelley. So see if you got my email just now. Yeah. Okay. Sure. And uh, you know, go. other than that, um, you know, Peter, you talked to me today about a paper that you had read, and I thought that maybe we could talk a little bit about um, first the information about the LEDs and then the information that you found, because I think they're sort of tied together. And then I also felt that um, a lot of what uh, the research that Helena has been doing um, on the through-the-wall systems um, are something that we might be able to get into a little bit. Um, I believe that she is intending to do a FOIA request through Muckrock and... um, I know that Ramola, you know, the the woman that handles the Everyday Concerned Citizen website, the um it's it's a very good informational site. She, you know, has a background as a reporter. So, um she is does excellent job in on whatever subject she does pick up and I I would highly recommend her site. Um I think she would be somebody that has had a great deal of experience in using muckrock and FOIA requests. So um, I will be talking to her soon, and maybe we can get more information out to everybody about that. Um, so, Peter, do you want to start um, talking a little bit about um, the information that you you and I shared today? Okay, sure. Uh, I, I was looking up you know, neuroimaging, you know, and trying to see how they do it at a distance and how many different ways they have. And and it was really an article that was older, and they talked about all the earlier ways, all the way up to fMRI. Uh, but as I got down, I got to signal technology and how this all started and was, was glad to see how it started, you know, Basically, they began to monitor pilots and people in subs because they didn't want them passing out, you know, at their station, et cetera. So they began to monitor, you know, heart rate, breathing rate, brains, everything else. Uh, and then it was, it kind of spread out into the medical field. With, with in, near infrared, they started to image uh, women's breasts, uh, you know, for breast cancer, because the tumor would draw more, uh, more blood and create more heat, and they started to to image men for uh, what they called pre-stroke. In other words, if you started bleeding in your brain, you know, it would create more heat also. And and so I was pretty amazed how, you know, it started innocently enough. And so then they decided that they would image a person's face when they questioned them and look for different types of blood flow. Uh, I, I know, you know, one thing they do now is is to look at people walking in the airport 
And if they get a high heat signature around their eyes, you know, they consider them a possible terrorist at their blood pressure's way up and you know what I mean? And that something's going on. Uh but they went on they went on and now they're course now they're calling it signal technology. Like John St. Clair Lockway, who many of us, you know, over a decade ago knew about a lawsuit by John St. Clair Lockway against the NSA. And no one ever knew what happened. He disappeared. But he he went into great detail in his lawsuit. You can find it online, you know, about, you know, what he felt was going on at the time. Uh, so then they went on to say, you know, they began to try to, you know, interrogate people or question them for, you know, like a lie detector. And and then it went on to say using a laser, and they, they specify a great distance, you know, outside two people talking. One person is the interrogator, although the other person doesn't know it. And they're sending the interrogator the questions they want to be asked while they're sending subliminal to the person being questioned. Um, and that's about as far as it went. But it, it seemed to be how the beginning of this all started. They really started monitoring pilots and people running subs so that you know, they would be alert and at their station. And then it, it leaked out to cancers and strokes. And then it started to trickle into interrogation and questioning. Uh, and then, you know, I guess manipulation, subliminal. They didn't say subliminal. They said, you know, one was getting overt, you know, messages about questioning. The other one was getting covert messages about questioning. I take it the covert was subliminal. So, so no, that, that's pretty much what I read, Kate. And uh, so I, I, I had told Kate about it, you know, and the near-infrared, you know, measuring your heat signature and stuff like that. And I guess that's what Kate has been looking at lately. Yeah, I, um, I think that um, one of the things that I had seen um, regarding the um, – through the wall technology, is that they said it's somewhere between the radio waves. Do I have that right? The radio waves and the infrared is the um, through the wall sensors. You know, it started as what they call millimeter wave surveillance. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, Elena calls it, they got a new name for it, but it was millimeter wave surveillance. And actually, it was in the beginning of the millennium sometime, the early years, uh, it was on CNN that they created the active denial weapon, Raytheon, and that they were working at it at an Air Force base. And I actually, since I was targeted and I didn't know there were other people out there, I called the, the Air Force base and asked to speak to the scientists working on it. And so we had a conversation, and I told them some of the things happening to me. And he says, I believe what you're dealing with is, is around the millimeter to millimeter and a half wave uh, frequency. And that's what it was called in the beginning, just millimeter wave was seen through walls. And then they, they found that our hands were creating the ability with the sweat glands to sense millimeter wave. And, you know, and what they were able to do with it is, is measure your, your breathing rate, your heart rate. So if you're getting... You know, I, I wrote things on this like a decade ago, that if you're getting V2K and you're being interrogated, you're being threatened in this, 
they can read the effects on you through millimeter wave. You know, I figured they were getting some kind of feedback on me to target me. Uh, and so they were using a millimeter wave, and that's what the scientist mentioned. He knew of that being used. Uh, then it went broadband. In other words, now it, they pick different frequencies, and some frequencies would go much further, but the image would come back all distorted. Well, they created algorithms to bring that image in line with the other images. And so they found all unique little frequencies that had particular you know, capabilities, and they used algorithms to bring the images all together. And then they would hop from that code. So now we would be jumping you know, through a code through broadband so that it gets near impossible to block. And, uh, you know, this, this, I was studying this like 10 years ago. Uh, you know, but now they, I think PT something, you know, Elena can tell you what, what they call it now. Uh, but it was called to something totally different in the past. But go ahead, Kate. Sorry to interrupt. No, no. No, no. <laughs> we'll, we'll go on where you were at. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you that I got thinking about is, um, since they're for quite a while now, I think Barry Trower had mentioned um, the Tetra system. Since um, that is being used a lot, um, do you think it's possible that um, they're sort of heterodyning? And um, because the, I think that the Tetra system um, has much shorter wavelengths. And I'm wondering if that is how people are picking up uh, millimeter waves, and yet, um, you know, they're using something that is a, a much higher, um, you know, hertz. Yeah, you know, um, I, I think I, I see what you're getting. Let me put it, when I was in the hospital and they went through a whole number of weapons, Medusa to put me in there, giggle effect, heat attacks, all kinds of stuff. I got the giggle effect. The giggle effect, if anyone looks up Donald Friedman, and that would be like Friedman, F-R-I-E-D-M-A-N, uh, his FOIA request to the Army on non-lethal weapons, you'll see something called a giggle effect. And I believe it was infrasound. You know, I'm not looking it up right now. But, I, you know, I was wondering how they were hitting me from one room walking through the hospital to the next one with infrasound, you know. Now, I don't know how they would do it unless they were heterodyning, sending a through-the-wall signal, two of them, with their peaks 180 degrees offset. So they were canceling, one was canceling part of the other one out, leaving behind the frequency in the infrasound range. Uh well, wouldn't the um, if it's a sound weapon, doesn't um, can't that go? That has no barrier. It goes through everything, correct? Well, yeah. I mean, it, it does though. I mean, sound changes frequency as it goes through different things. If you had a deep body implant and they wanted to communicate it with it, that it is set at a certain frequency where it goes through your flesh or water at one frequency, goes through a bone goes to a higher frequency, when it gets to where it is, it it, it uh, downloads information, uploads information, recharges the battery. You know what I mean? So sound has that, that characteristic. But what they might have been doing is hitting me with, 
microwave pulsed at the frequency of infrasound. In other words, if if microwave causes the rapid thermal expansion in these shock waves in your body, in your brain, might they hit your body with microwaves, you know, to, and use heterodyning, like you say, two frequencies, 180 degrees out, one's larger than the other. The resultant is is this infrasound frequency, and so now it's vibrating my organs and, and or my brain, whatever it does, and I'm laughing and I can't stop. You know, I mean, it's the only good weapon they ever came up with. Let's put it that way. I read the body electric. Um, I would highly recommend anyone that wants to have a a good understanding of um, electromagnetism in the body um, to read uh, Robert Becker's, both his books, actually. But um, I had years ago read Cross Currents, and I read that when I was, kind of uh, wondering about what was going on in uh, the Wi-Fi um, as far as whether it was affecting um, detrimentally the, the human body. But ever since I picked up Body Electric, I felt like, wow, I made a big mistake by not reading Body Electric first. I think it was written in 85 or 86. And um, so much of it now still um, is so current um, he was way ahead of most people in his thinking um, because he was the type of guy that thought outside the box. And he would take uh, something that he questioned, and then, you know, his curiosity would cause him to research it. And the first thing he did was he started in with salamanders and, you know, wondering why a salamander can re- regrow um, a, <clears throat> a leg or a tail. And... Um, you know, he was startled to find out how much um, electricity, even though it's in, in very small amounts, um, had to do with regrowth. And um, his research just led to one thing after another. What was interesting is recently um, an article was sent to me, and it had to do with um, uh, radio frequency um LED lighting devices, and it was an announcement to all um, amateur radio um, people to um, be aware that the FCC Office of Engineering Technology had clarified that all RF LED lighting devices falling under Part 15 of the FCC rules on unintentional radiators must meet conducted and radiated admission limits set forth in those rules. Um, What they had not done is they had looked at the effects up to 30 megahertz. And, um, you know, most of uh, the equipment, the the toys we have, the computers, all the devices that we use, um, you know, a lot of them are operating and the 30 megahertz to uh, a 1,000 megahertz. Um, and are, are given off frequencies that interact with LEDs and create more radiation in your environment. And it was alarming that they were finding these, and a lot of people were saying, you know, we've got to look into this. This is, this is rather dangerous. 
So, um, you know, what I'm concerned about, I look at all the stores that are carrying LEDs, and I say, well, you know, they haven't uh, qualified whether or not um, 30 megahertz to 1,000 megahertz is safe with this particular LED. So I personally am holding off on purchasing them until they do all this because I don't know. Um, I know that I've I had some um, LEDs installed in my kitchen, um, and I could not believe the the level um, of um, radiation coming off of those. So I I try not to use them. Um, and a lot of people have mentioned that of late. But what was interesting was when I started reading this, um, I. Kate? Yeah? You disappeared for a minute. Oh, okay. Um, I, I was just saying that um, the same day that I had read this article um, about the LEDs, I also happened to pick up um, the body electric. I had been reading it and hadn't read it in a week or so. And I picked it up, and I, I realized that I had um, bookmarked um, a page, and I had been underlining. And the first thing I looked down and saw was that um, he he says, we found that bone was an LED. And I went, whoa. Um, it says, like, ma- like many such materials, it required an outside source of light before an electric current would make it release its own light. And the light it emitted was at an infrared frequency invisible to us, but the effect was consistent and undeniable. Well, he goes on to do a lot of research about bones, stress points. I think you read some of this too, didn't you, Peter? Uh Uh-oh, did I lose Peter? Hello? Uh Uh-oh. What happened? The whole world unmuted itself. What is going on? That's crazy. Hilarious. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. I can wow. I I can hear you. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. Okay, never mind. I was looking at the wrong thing. So, all right, thanks. We can hear you, Kate. You oh, got a little, okay. Little I, I lost here. Peter, though. I think. You lost the computer. I lost Peter. I don't hear him. Oh, I don't see him either. Let's see. Yeah, he'll come back in. Let me. Continue. I'm right here. Okay. Okay, good. All right. So anyway, I, I was just saying, Peter, I think you were reading about that as well, the um the bone being an L E D. Oh and, oh yeah. And, uh, you know, I what I read you know, part of what I read was your bones actually are like a piezoelectric transducer. And what happens, let's say you broke your leg and it healed crooked, like the the bone slid to the side and it and he healed with it like a mismatch. Well, when you walk on a leg, there's compression on one side of the bone and there's tension on the other. And what our you know, body is programmed to do is where, where the compression is, is is like a transducer. And I think it goes from positive to negative. So where the positive is, the bone builds up. And where the negative is, actually takes away bone. So even a mishealed bone is slowly realigning. 
you know, until it gets to some some balance. Uh, as far as, you know, fish, uh, lizards, and all that growing back limbs and everything, what they found is when they break a bone, it, it gets encapsulated and blood flows in there. And the uh, the blood of fish and lizards and, all, and birds and all this stuff, they have dormant DNA in the blood cell. And there ends up being a weak flow of current Becca found, you know, and, and other scientists he worked with. And this weak flow activated the DNA. Uh, then these cells became, like, neutral and be, be began to become, like, uh, what are the components of bone? There's abitate, there's... Uh, oh, I think, was collagen... Uh, all the components, these cells begin to, to mutate into those things, and, and with the DNA, it has the blueprint on what to grow. So if a tail gets cut off or, or a leg, they can actually grow back the limb. Uh, it's a capability we don't have at the moment, you know? Well, actually, in a way we do, and um, I don't know a lot about it, Peter, but what I can tell you is that I do know, I know an individual who went to China he was a short man, and he found out that over in China, um, you know, there's this great desire to be tall. They have they break people's bones, they break their legs, and then they they run current, and they have a gap in the bone, and they run current and regrow bone. So I believe that they they took this and ran with it long before the United States actually started doing research on it. And um, this guy, when I saw him, I, I would say he had put on a foot on his height. And um, it was rather, rather startling to me. I mean, Now, I don't know how long-lived this thing is once they do this type of process. I don't know if your bones are strong or not, if it's short-lived. I really don't know. All I know is China has done it and has been doing it for quite a while. Um, but, um, you know, really the, one of the things I wanted to bring up about this is this this all falls under what's called um, what Robert Becker had researched as Wolf Law Control System, what Peter was just explaining to you about the, the movement of uh, um, uh, ions from uh, positive to negative and the, the regrowth of bone. But it all seems to tie in lately um, with the increased technology, um, what they're doing to, to uh, surveil us. And to me, all, the more we read, the more all these systems are coming together. Um, they, I, I do think that a lot of what Helena had researched very important for people to to consider. Um, one of the things I wanted to read um, it was in, for those that haven't seen the papers that she was um, sending around um, on March 18th of 2014 um, she has here that through the wall sensors for law enforcement test and evaluation this is version 1.2 whatever that means from the the Department of Justice, Office of Justice Programs, the National Institute of Justice, sensor 
surveillance and biometric technologies. And um, it goes on further um, to talk about, you know, that a lot of the um, systems fall under the FCC regulations. Um, the FCCs regulate um, interstate and international communication by radio, television, wire, satellite, and cable. Um, they govern all devices that emit radio waves and regulate the frequencies and power levels on which the devices are allowed to operate. Um, when it comes to these through-the-wall systems, they fall under the categories of intentional radiators and radio locators. And I do think that some of what people complain about, you know, having sensors in their body, uh, could be because of um, the effects that these are having that have not been acknowledged. So I think that um, Helena's gone down the right road in looking into the possibility of uh, FOIA requesting about this because um, very much like... Uh, when I think about, um, like, when Blackwater was operating in Iraq. Um, <coughs> again, this is moving um, responsibility onto uh, contractors. And um, so under the FCC, someone has to um, become licensed, but then they can sell off those licenses. And by law, the individual that takes on the responsibility of that license, it's up to them. It's their responsibility to look into whether or not um, that company that's selling them off actually is licensed under the FCC. Um, another thing to keep in mind is that um, the uh, Department of Justice, I believe, the, well, the federal agencies, I should say, do not fall under the FCC. They fall under the National Telecommunication and Information Administration. Um, so by default, that um, NTIA regulations allow federal agencies to purchase and operate FCC certified equipment. Um, so you know, there's a lot of responsibility that's being neglected as far as I'm concerned. Um, these systems are commercially available, um, but there's various types of these systems. Um, I think that there was a few that she had mentioned. One was continuous wave. Um, um, I'm trying to remember what the what the other ones were. Um, I have that written down here somewhere. Um, the commercially available ones only had like an alarm. They were being being continuous. My understanding is they could not actually see through the wall accurately 
um, the ones that are not continuous, that are pulsed, uh, those are the ones that um, radiate at um, 2.4 gigahertz. And um, some of them, there's a, there's a small group that can be purchased privately, my understanding is. Um, so there's so many ways that people can get a hold of these systems either through a contractor, um, to actually track these things. It would, it would be like have, being a private investigator to make sure that they're proper, properly licensed. And um, if people can get a hold of them, anybody could be doing this work. Um, the fact that law enforcement is allowed to um, test them, so it's experimental testing, in other words, for test and evaluation. Um, I don't know, I don't believe they have to abide by the same rules and regulations under FCC um, or, for that matter, under um, the NTIA. So um, to do FOIA requests might be the way to go to find out about these. Certainly, if you look into them, all the different side effects um, that you get from them are very similar to all the microwave effects that we've heard of before, you know, where people are vibrating, um, they're burning, um, they're being pulsed, having headaches, having um, memory lapses, uh, all, the, all the ways that we know that uh, microwave affects people in a negative way. Um, did you want to weigh in on that at all, Peter? Uh, you know, this this is where they say, you know, you know, all these frequencies are frequencies, including light, electromagnetic frequencies. You know, so you know, one thing we started doing lately was uh, taking uh, melatonin, and, and someone was on one of the calls, and I, I think it was Joe, and he mentioned, I think, that. Our body perceives microwaves as light, and so our body's not producing the melatonin it should at night when we sleep, and that's one of the reasons we have trouble sleeping. Uh, we're inundated with frequencies now, not just, you know, uh, microwave, but RF and everything else. Uh, right, because well, that's our recovery time. What's and that? That's our recovery time is at night. Yeah, is that right? And so I started taking mel. I brought melatonin down to Mexico, and you know, honestly, uh, an older guy in the store, I said, "Did I have uh, aspirin over there?" And he he grabbed the bottle and he passed it to me, and it was melatonin. It was on sale for like three dollars and something for a bottle. So I thought, you know, I, I'm gonna get it. Let's see see what it does. When I get down there, uh, Sean was having trouble sleeping and uh so he he was taking one every night and then you know lisa said oh you know she should have one and i, I think that's you know we're 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 finding that the people are low in melatonin uh didn't really have a reason why you know not now joe was explaining that you know all these frequencies are frequencies we see light but we could be seeing in the microwave uh you know ultraviolet's more powerful 
causes us damage. I mean, there's just so many frequencies we don't see. We only see a little bit. But they're all electromagnetic frequencies. And how our body interprets them, you know, or our brain, it's different. So, you know, the number of things we need. I know others could probably tell us other things that we're being depleted of because of, you know, radiation, uh, you know, electromagnetic frequency radiation. Uh, but melatonin is one of them. You know, I mean, I, I just, they had me on Seroquel at one point, you know, almost killed me. And, and I looked up the other day, they didn't have this information before. But what it does is it blocks serotonin, which supposedly makes springy muscles. And, uh, you know, I've I've had trouble because of that. And uh, not melatonin, but what what is the, what is that opium effect? Dopamine? Uh, yeah, dopamine. Yeah. It blocks dopamine, which is that happy, you know, chemical in the brain. Also, makes your 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 neurons fire, and it's part of the whole deal. Uh, and serotonin. So you know, I mean, of course, I'm off that now, and hopefully there are no. Still, I don't have the same effects from it. But I was wondering. You know, I I did look up. You can buy uh, serotonin. But yeah, so that that's where I would weigh in. But, uh, you know, there's another thing is they've talked about doing uh, the Internet instead of using uh, Wi-Fi microwave of using LED. And I, I don't know what would be worse, here, you know, hearing what Kate's saying. Yeah, I think there's a lot more we need to know about these LEDs and what is actually going on. And I think that um, the fact that, um, you know, there's been... Um, an alarm going off by various people um, that play with these things, the amateur radio people. Um, well, um, do you guys think that um, the RF Explorer, because I, I just talked to somebody uh, just a, yesterday about that she uh, actually knows how to use the RF Explorer. She got the FCC chart um, and learned how to chart where these frequencies were coming in through the RF Explorer. And then she took it and got that it certified as documented evidence, um, and so that she was able to detect uh, malicious frequencies. Um, now, what so, did you say? RF Explorer? Is that what you said? Yes, the RF Explorer. Um, let me see if Marianne wants to come in and talk about it. I just thought I, you know, because I thought that was she wants to make a video to show the rest of the community how to use it. Uh, Marianne. Yeah. You know what the problem is? This is like when oh, I was scanning, Shelley. There, there right. are so many frequencies out there that, you know, the frequencies, you know, that uh, uh, Dr. Eldon Bird and Nick Begich talk about are extremely, extremely weak are not going to be picked up by most devices. So that that is an issue with that. Okay. Well, um, talk about what you did, Mariana, just just, just uh, to share with sure. us. Sure. Um, well, I have the RF Explorer, and it's a spectrum analyzer. And it is able to measure a bunch of different frequencies. So then I went to the FCC um, frequency registration charts, and I was able to trace back some of the frequency bands to um, U.S. federal government, U.S. military, um, 
Department of Homeland Security. Um, these are frequencies that should not be in our homes. <laughs> if anything, you know, we should not be surveillance. But obviously in the presence of uh, electronic weapons, in the presence of symptoms of torture, that makes it even more egregious. Um, but yeah, I was able, I also got scanning done by Melinda Kidder, and I have a report by Dr. Stanninger. And so the frequencies that I'm taking at home with the RF Explorer, um, they match up to their results. So I keep getting the same frequency bands that trace back to the U.S. military, Department of Homeland Security, U.S. federal government frequencies. So, and I'm getting these everywhere I go, library, work, home, everywhere. Yeah, I think that's, that's important. I mean, you've got redundancy. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, one thing I do have to mention about that, I, I spoke to a gentleman, he's a rocket scientist, and um, he was someone that was uh, um, living in a condo complex where, um, you know, sometimes people are set up to look as if they're creating a lot of noise. And um, I, I believe um, microwave was being used to to make him look like he was creating a lot of noise in the complex. And he knew his, he was being set up, and he also did recordings. And he took that to court, um, and the instruments he used, he said that basically when you go to court, you you win with the preponderance of evidence. You know, you don't have to have everything exactly. It's the preponderance of evidence that will win your case. And so <coughs> it seems to me that, you know, you're going down the right road with that, with what you're doing, and I congratulate you for, um, you know, the redundancy you found. That's great. Thanks. Yeah. Well, tell me, what, were the frequencies high, low? What range did you find, like, the frequencies coming back from Homeland Security? What range was that in? Oh, let me see. Um, they were all over the place, actually. So they're, like, in frequency bands, like families of frequencies between this wow. range and that range. Mm -hmm. um, so some of them were, like, in the 5,300 megahertz range. Um, that range, uh, I believe, was... Uh, I could yeah, that's harmful. That's but, a harmful. That's harmful. Yeah, right. They were like all up in the microwave range. Well, um, some frequency. of them were lower. Yeah, high frequencies. And uh, some of them were in the 2500 range, somewhere around there. Um, that's the range that Melinda Kidder found. And I'm duplicating at home. So uh, they were kind of all over the place, 2500. There were somewhere in the 1700 or 1800 range, somewhere around there. And then the 5300 and 5700. Um, so they were kind of spread out. And the RF Explorer goes up to um, 6,000 megahertz or 6 gigahertz. Well, you know, I do think that so far what I've seen with what Melinda Kidder and um, um, Hildegard Stanager have found is. Uh, there's almost like I see, and this is just my opinion, just um, two groups of people. And, and what you're seeing is frequencies in the range of medical devices and frequencies in the range of military. And I'm, I'm finding that, for the most part, a person is one or the other. In some cases, there are both. Um, the range I'm thinking of that I saw the most in is somewhere between um, 2380 
uh, megahertz and 2,500 megahertz yes. um, in the medical device area. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, you can look up the medical devices and you can see, um, you know, it's just remote monitoring of people. But if you yeah, put what, a what, inside what, their body... How would they be using medical devices? What, what, well, if they put what a sensor of... inside your body, you know, uh, medical certain medical devices, people are volunteering to have them do remote monitoring. Like for pacemaker, for example, they might, you know. I think some people make a phone call once a day, and their machine records their pacemaker if it's operating properly. Now, However, with all the research that's being done, and this again, if you look at the book that um, Robert Becker writes, you will see back then that he shows you that the military started working with the medical community. So this goes back quite a while now. And, um, you know, that in some cases I'm sure the military is doing stuff that they don't want the medical. Yeah, where where would that but, documentation be? Could we find that documentation that the You know, uh, as far as exactly where it is in the in uh Becker's book about them working together, I, I don't know. I wouldn't be able to tell you right now what page or anything because I don't remember. Well, I'm um, sure there's something but in it's, it's a medical <laughs> devices. I I bet you could even just google medical devices and um frequency range and I think it'll come right up because I I do remember around the FCC, um, you know, frequencies page, it categorizes everything so you can see right then um, what range medical devices are in. Well, I thought that Marianne had a great idea because there was a couple things in her email that really was impressive. Uh, She wanted to maybe make a YouTube video to show how to use the RF Explorer. I think a lot of us could use that. Uh, 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 you know, Dwight's always talking about making a video, but there's been no actual YouTubes made on, on yeah. uh, that I know I, would love, I think it would be a great thing for um, for her to um, come on sometime and do that. Um, I think there's other various formats we can use, too, for videoing. That would be great to to share with the community. Yeah, and there was another some other things you were talking about, Marianne. Do you want to share? I, I yeah, um, I was thinking we could buddy up with the Snowden video. I think that there's going to be a new video coming out about Edward Snowden, and um, I thought that maybe we could buddy up with and doing some more marketing um, with the surveillance issue because if we're not surveillance, um, we can't be tortured if they can't see us. So I thought, well, if we get a large group of the population scanning themselves and seeing that they have government frequencies in their own homes, um, we could try to kind of get an outrage going that everybody is being surveillance, just like Edward Snowden says, and we can buddy up on the coming out of this movie on Snowden. You know, I think there is a lot of truth to what you're saying, too, about um, I know that um, I don't know where I saw it recently, but people were making reference to, you know, what are military signals doing in my home. And right. uh, I can't remember where I read that recently, but it, it's definitely something that would definitely get people um, up mm-hmm. in arms. Yeah. Right. yeah. You know, there's another another thing. Uh, I've talked about them putting VLF signals on the Schumann residence. And 
because of the VLF frequency, it's equivalent to sound, you can use your sound input on your computer in like a program like Audacity to actually pick up, you know, the lightning spikes in, in uh, you know, in, in the Schumann residence and the VLF stations. And, and a lot of that, the VLF signals, are also military. You know, there was actually a video I watched the other day, and, and it was showing what signals or what. In fact, they showed that tubular bells, when it was played, was by a station that was uh, something like 16, was it 16 hertz? Hmm. Or something like that. And anyways, on, on when you play tubular bells, if you run it through the software that they talked about in this video, you could actually pick up, the station was putting out Morse code of of their station number, and, and it's it's right on the Tubular Bells album as you play it. <laughs> yeah, I know it's kind of odd, but yeah, you know this was in England that they were doing this, and, and the station was putting this out. But yeah, to be honest, there's a lot of military frequencies out there. Yeah, that if you get a hold of that chart. Um, I think you can actually get posters of them, too, because the charts are so tiny it's hard to see. But um, I think if you just go online, you can um, order the FCC chart. Yeah, um, I think it's, I mean, is it, is the chart very long, Mariana? Is it is it kind of hard <laughs> to look at times? <laughs> I have some links. Um it's it is it is really long and it took me a long time to figure it out. <laughs> but um I got to one webpage where it has specifically federal frequencies, government frequencies on it. So it made it a lot easier and it just has a link to every frequency. So if you scan yourself for frequencies and find like for example twenty three ten, you can easily go there and it has all of the frequencies listed and then you can click on twenty three ten and it'll tell you exactly where it's registered to. So, um, I, Can you yeah. share that site with us, Mary? Sure. Sure, I will. Yeah. Great. I'm not on the chat right now, but I can send the information to Shelly, and then she can post it. And, um, that would be great. Yeah, because I, I think a lot of people, I know that um, I had first, after and <coughs> I had gone on and, and found frequencies, but then for some reason I got blocked, and I could not get back to that site. And mm. another targeted person had the same experience. Somehow wow. we ended up getting blocked and we couldn't get back there. So whatever information that you could share, I'd, I'd really appreciate it. Definitely. Yeah, I have some good links, and you can easily, easily get this information. Anybody can scan themselves and find these frequencies. That's great. Thank you. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, people mm -hmm. in the chat, Marianne, are asking for how to contact you. Oh, libertywriter at hotmail.com. There you go, chat. LibertyWriter at Hotmail.com. Yeah, but I'll give the information to Shelly as well, and um, you know we can have this information out there very easily. Great. I think it's a good idea. I think that's a, a you know I know a lot of people have tried to uh, put forth. We've tried to do webinars and things, but really just to, just to get a YouTube video would be such a great help on just to, mm -hmm. to, to educate people how to use these, and then to know I mean how I mean to go to the FCC chart and actually um you know um you know find where the frequencies are coming from uh, i've got um, i've been hit with you know rubber rubber band mine i just noodle 
lately. <laughs> um, but I try to pull it together. But anyways, uh, yeah, so I think that would be great. That would be helpful. Really helpful, Mariana. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And also, you talked about Dr. Farber going to Russia, which is way oh, right. Right, yeah, Dr. Farber and um, what was his name? Uh, Ted Tom Todd, Todd Griffin. Oh, how yeah, awesome. yeah, they're gonna. Uh, they announced it on one of your shows, I think it was. Um, they're going to Russia in the next few week, in the next few months, um, to visit Edward Snowden. So they're trying to bring the issue to light with Snowden. And since his movie is coming out, I thought, we, you know, we really need to buddy up with the Snowden issue and the surveillance issue. We could really make an uproar about that and um, probably. Uh, get a lot of exposure and education because uh, Edward Snowden is very well known. He's a lecturer. He lectures from Russia here in in America. He's um, uh, and his movie is coming out soon. So you know maybe we could buddy up our efforts with his efforts and talk about surveillance issue and then push it one little step forward and say it's not just frequencies, it's not just surveillance, but they're actually using malicious electronic warfare weapons on on innocent Americans. Yeah, I was curious as to why he never came out with that. I think he fears mm-hmm. for his life if he does. Yeah, maybe. Maybe mm-hmm. even Russia told him the things he can't talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Huh. Well, um, <laughs> hey, yeah, it'd be nice to get Snowden on board with us. That would be powerful. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, like Kate said earlier, though, we, we have a lot of good people. Benny... Mm-hmm. And, and and everyone else that she mentioned, and uh, you know, we should do what we can to support them. I mean, they all went through the ring, falsely accused, and won won their way free. So, you know, their name's clear. And like Kate said, you know, you know, they they're heroes over in Europe. Yeah. So. If an, if anyone um, wants to support him, it, um, the director's name is Frederick. Fred Rich, or as you said before, Fried Rich, <laughs> F-R-I-E-D-R-I-C-H, Moser, M-O-S-E-R. He's the um, the director of the uh, um, documentary A Good American, and I think you can look it up at AGA Movie um, and go to the Kickstarter campaign for that. Hey, Kate, tell them about going to the Apple Store. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, it was Carla and I. It was really kind of a funny story. They, they left Carla the and hotel. I went down to to the SACARP meeting, and Carla needed a, um, um, a cable to go to her printer from her Apple. And so um, on the way back from a meeting we had in Washington, we were passing through um, in Maryland. I guess that was Maryland, yeah. And uh, I said, oh, look, an Apple store. And she says, oh, good. Um, I'll find a place to pull over. And she says, geez, maybe maybe Thomas Drake works here. And uh, we'll, we'll run into him. And I said, oh, no, he works in the store in Washington. <laughs> so anyway, we go through the doors. And Carla says to me, Look who's here! And sure enough, it was Drake, and and he said he, you know, we started talking to him, and he said, yeah, he does work in that store right there. 
so it was pretty funny. We ended up talking to him for about 20 minutes. Um, he is um, going to school right now, too. He's uh, getting his Ph.D. So, um, now, now, refresh the community. Who is, who is Drake? Uh, Thomas Drake was the um, – he actually started working at the NSA um, the – the day before, I think it was, before 9-11. And uh, his background was he was a, a pilot at one time. You know, he has a, um, quite a military background. And he worked his way up and eventually ended up in the NSA. And once 9-11 happened, he knew, you know, um, Benny. And um, he felt that he wanted to find out if the program that Benny had worked on, Thin Thread, would have found um, any information about um, a plot to create 9-11. And um, so he did some research. And I think the one thing he did do wrong, most of everything he did was certain he had clearance for. The one thing he did do is he accessed a, a site that he didn't have clearance for, I believe. So the government, when he tried to um, um, bring this information out, the government went after him. They wanted to put him in prison. So um, they couldn't get anything on him other than this tiny little problem. But what they did was they tried to um, reclassify declassified documents. And James Manford... Um, had um, he's a reporter. He had been online and he noticed the same documents that they were supposedly um, indicting him on were declassified. So he printed the declassified documents out and took them to Drake's attorney. And when he went into court, um, the judge was so disgusted with what the CIA had done. Um, and so he ended up getting off with uh, a, a minor fine, I think, and no, no thirty-year term, no jail time whatsoever. Years, but in the wow. meantime, he had spent all of his money. He lost his house. He lost his wife. Um, they took everything he owned um, out of his uh, home including his Nintendo set from way back. Oh, my God. Oh my Not God. his took Nintendo. Everything. Yeah, oh I mean, they God. took everything. Oh, my and, God. Uh, and the games he targeted. targeted. Yeah. He targeted. He was targeted. Oh, oh very much so. You know. Wow. And so did they put a gag order on him in, in, in exchange for no Oh, prison? yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, oh. you know, he... Um, he <laughs> what was really funny, and you will see it if you, if you do go to the movie, is... Um, he, um, Bill Benny wanted the government to know, because he knew he was perfectly innocent, he wanted the government to know, um, or, or the attorneys to know exactly what they were getting themselves into. And he knew that Drake's phone was, um, you know, being listened in on. So he called Drake, and he said to Drake, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> Because he thought that if if he, they want to open a bucket of worms, he'll really make it. 
come out in the in the public, right? So the attorneys were livid because their their hands were tied. They could not do anything. So um, um, Benny and uh, Wibby and um, their boss and uh, um, who else? Um, Karen woman, Stewart. The one, the woman from the uh, from uh, the Senate. Um, I'm forgetting her name at the moment. Um, they all got off, um, and they, you know, restored all their. Supposedly, they were going to take away um, their pensions and everything, but everything was restored, and they were given uh, letters, you know, indicating that. So wow. It was despite <laughs> Drake was really the one that suffered the most in the long run. Um, yeah. They took everything from him. He, you know, he didn't have his career. Fortunately for um, uh, William Benny and for Kirk Whibby, they they had decided to retire. Um, they were almost at that age. I mean, thirty thirty plus years, thirty two three years of service. Um, when all this happened and their homes got raided, but in Drake's case, you know, he was mid career, just starting with the NSA. And, uh, he faced an awful lot of um, hardship, and uh, it's amazing he can even smile today. But, oh. um, you know how you said, like, you know, Benny called him on the phone, know they were listening in, right? Yeah. There was a T.I. who came on to the groups one time, and he got kicked off quickly, and this always happens. But uh, the guy said that he's won two lawsuits that since he became a T.I., the in his head, they read it sub-vocal and all, he got something that was legal called, it's some kind of gas. I don't know if it's imitation gas, canned gas, something like that. Filled a backpack of it. And then went running on a campus like a madman, thinking in his head he's going to burn the place down. And all these agents come in and tackle him. <laughs> At least that's what he was, he was, he was saying. And... And they arrest him, and then he sues him, and he won. <laughs> and the I, he said, the idea was, I know they're in my head, and I can fake them out. You know what I mean? And I'll be honest, I don't know if this is real. Uh, they kicked him off the group. They didn't want him talking about that stuff. Uh, but I, I thought, can this be that insane, you know? Yeah. Well, that they're reading everything. what's in your mind, you... you, you you know, I'll be honest, I did this myself. I I had the agents across the street, you know, they had been in my house. They were across the street, and I, I said in my head, I'm going to go drop my kids off at the in-laws, and I'm going to come back, and I'm taking them out. <laughs> and so I take, I go to my father's, I come back, I bring the kids are going to the in-laws, and I come home, and I'm looking out the window, and there go the tenants who I evicted. <laughs> Who are the first ones doing this stuff? Driving by my my house, driving on the way. I saw them driving home. They read my mind and they were prepared for attack on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Well, I you know, mean, it's funny that you should say that, but because um, I know at the beginning, um, I remember talking to um, Ron Gilman, and we talked about, um, you know just that type of thing where if you think certain thoughts um you can throw them off and someone said to me 
you know, just think of something, you know, instead of like aggressive, think of something very funny. And so I started picturing elephants, you know, kind of um, ba- doing ballet across <laughs> my backyard lawn. And soon after that, and Ron and I were talking, and he said, you know, I- I've done the same thing. Well, th- what ended up happening is um, they would do these cartoons in my eyes. Like when I had my eyes closed, there'd be these rapid little cartoons of all these characters running around and Ron actually used a camera and he had captured with a camera those cartoons and there's a, a YouTube in which you can see all those little cartoon characters and wouldn't you know when I saw them they're the exact same cartoon characters that they gave me Huh. Yeah, I think they do. They 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 uh, copycat a lot of um, similar programs. Yeah, I I do believe that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I always tell people it's a playbook. There's absolutely a playbook. So well, I'm I'm even wondering now. You know, Peter and I talked about this. Uh, you know, um, I've had a recent episode with the with the police, and and today uh, one got behind me and. Uh, and I, I'm wondering if do we have something, you know, some some, uh, some kind of technology on us that sticks out like a sore thumb with these with these technologies that the police have, you know? I, I believe that we do. In fact, you know, one of the things I wanted to get into, Shelley, is that when um, Helena brought up this um, through the wall stuff, I started doing a little more research, and I used, I found that there, they had changed the name from TTWS, um, and I thought, oh, no, this is I've seen this before because um, when School of the Americas um, started getting recognized by people, um, you know, they, they are the uh, torture group from uh, Fort Benning, Georgia. They renamed themselves um, WINSIC, which is Western... Hemisphere, something or other. It's a long name. Well, um, this TTWS also has gone under a new name now, and it's it's um, Queen Net Queenetiq Q I N E T I Q. Um, it's one company that's doing this, but they're the majority company doing it, and um, I, I lost my train of thought now. What what had you said that it just kind of triggered my mind here, Kelly? No, we were, um, actually, I just unmuted um, Helena, uh, uh, but we, I was ta- asking about you think there's some kind of technology that we have yeah. on, on us, you know, to alert, you know. Right. So that's when I went to that website, then I started seeing these other acronyms, and sure enough, it showed that it's almost like um, not quite community policing, but it's a system under which I think it does fall under uh, Signet. And uh, they have a monitor in their vehicle. And if they, for example, got your license plate, all this information links up to um, 
the federal agencies. So whatever they have in the federal agency information gets sent down to the local police. So if they put you into a program and they want them to think that you're some kind of criminal, that's why the police are likely going after you because you're probably in there as somebody to be watched, but they're not sharing all the information. Dang. Or it's a scare tactic, one of the two, something. I, you know, I don't know. I, I just, you know, I, I'm just, I stay legal, so that helps. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, when Peter was going under the speed, or, uh, you know, doing the speed limit or something, and he, he got harassed, I got harassed for a, uh, a tail light, no, license plate light, and then you wanted to search my car for having a, license, a blown license plate light. And I, I said, um, no, you're not going to search my car. I know my right. And so he comes, goes back, comes back, and he goes, well, um, we're having some difficulty with dispatch. Uh, are you sure I can't search your car? And he goes, I'm just going to write you a warning. He's trying to butter me up to let him search my car. No, you're not searching my car. Get a search warrant. You know, I know my right. You're, you know, you're not going <laughs> to... Blown out license plate light. He wrote me a ticket for a license plate light. Because <laughs> I yeah. was like, there's nothing to hide, but it's the point. Well, but had you let him, he might have planted something in your vehicle. I thought of that. I was like, yeah. but, you know, unbelievable. Yeah. And, and, the, and also, unfortunately, somewhere recently, and I don't know what states it's in, we can no longer refuse. And I, I forget where I read that. There are certain states you can no longer refuse that. And if you do, they really go after you. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it's, it's going more and more militarized. You know, oh, it's, it's frightening. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was something that is passed with the United Nations recently uh, that we're going forward uh, with militarizing. I just got an email. Uh, United Nations is, is there. We're helping uh, militarize some of these nations. United Nations. Yeah. Did you get that yeah, one, Kate? It, you know, I, I saw that. The thing is, what I I always hold off making a decision whether or not I believe that stuff until I find an actual federal source from where it comes. It's very very often I don't know whether to believe these things because. There's so much information out there, and some of it is very misleading, and I think it's meant to get people alarmed. So I don't know. I'm I'm on a situation of being a holdout on that one right now until I find more information. I don't know what to believe. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised, though. Yeah, I know. That's good, though. I didn't research it further, but I saw it, and I went, oh, wow. And it was the same time. Oh, there were some other things going on, but, you know, it just looked funky. It looked it had, uh, it's just scary, but you know, Peter, you got you got followed for like a couple of states or something. You know, I mean, that. What, what is that? You got followed for a couple of states, didn't you? Through a state, you know, all the way well, through. Well, you know, the pl- the police car was following me for like fifteen miles, and uh, you know, and and so all of a sudden he goes ahead of me, and then he pulls over. You know, and there was a car pulled over by another cop, and he, he, you know, and I went, you know, way to the left, you know, to, to stay away from the cars on the side, you know. But he pulled me over, and he said, the law in Connecticut is 
that you have to uh, go all the way over to the other lane if it's open. You know, and I'm like, I never heard of this. You know what I mean? You know, I obviously stayed away, you know. I don't even like it when they walk out towards the road, you know. Uh, So then when he pulled me over, you know, it was right before the exit I'm going to take as well. Off this highway and onto like Route 101 to Route 6 to Route 195 to 95 to 195, you know. And so there was a car at the light, and I go in the right lane, I go ahead of him, and this car followed me all the way to, you know, from Connecticut, uh, you know, all the way through Rhode Island to Massachusetts to where I was going and getting off. And then as I go to get off the exit, he drives to the right, and all of a sudden, well, I can't get over because he's come to the right of me. And I think it was a little head game. In other words, they know exactly where I'm going, what I'm doing. But this car followed me an unbelievably long zigzag path, you know, and stayed right behind me the whole time. Not not that I really care. I mean, you know, they get the right to do it, you know. Yeah. But why, you know, and it's like I started getting V2K, uh, and they're saying don't speak to large groups anymore. You know, I was telling them, you don't want me to speak to large groups. Have a real person come talk to me and stop my targeting. So instead, I guess, it's just kick your ass or kick your ass more. That's a, that's a tactic to me. They, they extrapolated on your your situation. Because I always go, I mean, I don't know, it's kind of ingrained into me. I, I don't like confrontations with police. I don't. So, uh, you know, you always go, oh, gosh, they're behind me. Am I going to get cold? I think, okay, what's wrong now? What do I do now? You know. And you know it 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 it, it you kind of for me it, you know it's, it's a mild panic um, nothing to get excited over but yeah you you think okay gosh I really don't need a ticket right now you know I'm already poor and whatever and, yeah you know, so the you know for them to tell you we don't want you talking to large groups I mean how convenient is that while you're kind of you know vulnerable you know you're you don't want a ticket. Well, I mean, I, I, after 20-something years of, of V2K, you can't listen to it. You know, I, I would have jumped out a window and hung myself a long time ago if I listened to them. You know what I mean? So, no, I can't, you know? Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a head game. I can remind people enough about that, especially people that are new to this. I mean, the um, the level at which they they push people at the beginning um, you, you just feel very strongly that they do intend to kill you. They do intend, or they prefer that you kill yourself. Or that you kill a, gr- a bunch of people. I mean, it's it's insane. But I, I agree with Peter that the, the more you ignore them, the more you try to live a normal life. And I know it's very, very difficult when you're really being tortured, but... If you take every moment you can and get out of your home, because generally the the worst of um, frequencies and signaling is within your own, um, you know, home. So um, the more you change your environment, I, I always remember Robert um, Duncan saying, "The more you keep moving, the less you're attacked." Yeah, and, and of course they do these things like pull you over and follow you around. Mm-hmm. So that you do stay home. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, that, is, that is one of the points. With the sleeping, that sleeping feeling so that you do go lay down. But you, you have to fight it and uh, 
get away from it if possible. Um, I find that the the more I I give into it, the worse I feel for days on end. But if I fight it, no matter what, and just get out of my environment, um, I feel tremendously better. And it it also allows you to withstand the next day of torture or the next few hours of torture if you're in a better physical state. So, um, you know, we have to do everything we can to be the best we can, both the way we eat, the way we exercise, um, the way we use our mind, um, just anything to maximize ourselves. Yeah, you know, I'd like to say one other thing, too. Lisa Becker, I talked to her today, and she went to church, and she's spoken to her at church about this mind control and kind of got blown off it, you know, when she used to go to another church. And so the the reverend priest, whatever, got up and uh, and said, you know, as I look out at everyone, you know, I, I see someone that reminds me of something. It's Lisa Becker, and she, we've talked, you know, about this mind control. And, and he said, you know, with all the things going on in the news, the shootings, you know, the thing in Paris with the truck and and all he says, the more and more I see, the more I believe what she's saying about mind control. And, you know, I mean, I do think people are beginning to wake up. She also got a, a sales call to go to a house, right? And when she got there, it was the district attorney. So she starts saying, you know, do you know about, you know, surveillance programs and all yeah, so she starts telling him that she's in a surveillance program with these weapons and all and and he's like, Really? He says, you know, have you contacted any of your politicians, you know you know, and you know, yes, I've tried and and so also his wife's getting all upset. She's an attorney as well and she must know about it. And so finally she says, So come here in the bathroom and she gets him in the bathroom and when he comes out he don't talk about it no more. So, you know, this was a situation. The guy was the district attorney. He didn't know about it. But well, his wife. I, I, I always forget too. DARPA actually had a. I, I found we found a draft. Remember, we all researched the general dynamics. Or no, it wasn't general dynamics. It was a con. It was a draft I found, uh, written up about a, a DARPA contract, uh, the EEGs, proposing EEGs in every classroom. And, you know, that was, and they went in to explain what these EEG readers will be doing. Um, uh, the teacher would uh, give a lecture, so it would make it easier for the child to record their brain activity so that they could go back on it and, and listen to the notes. I mean, how crazy is that? That is reading your mind and technology. And you, know what else? you know what else I'm wondering about, Shelly, is yeah. uh, Pokemon going around it's not it's not been out that long just a couple of weeks i think but the bottom line is that um you know people are they showed i was watching a a youtube yet um just today just this morning on it and they have this warning that says um keep alert right while this guy is holding up his phone and he's walking into walls because he's so involved in getting this Pokemon Go game going, that he is literally hurting himself. 
And they said on um, NPR this week that um, people have walked out in front of buses. People have died already. You're kidding. And um, in one case, um, yesterday, I um, somebody was playing the game and they were sent over to a cemetery. Okay, it was a Catholic cemetery attached to a Catholic church, and and there's a woman in the cemetery, completely nude, and she was pulling the property apart. And I'm thinking to myself, are they not? Whoever's handling this game, are they not purposely sending people to witness things like this? I mean, is this just the next step that they're taking everything to? I mean. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm beginning, you know, your mind does go in these directions after being targeted, you know. Um, what is yeah. going on? I mean, and they it just, they there's no regulations. I mean, there's no follow-up on any of this technology that our children are grossly, um, you know, in, 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 engrossed in. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, I mean, it's just... Uh, it, that it's a, it should be a crime. They they don't yeah. follow up on it, India. Who knows what it can get the children to do? That's what's scary. Oh, uh-huh. now that's, you know, that's, and, the, and that's probably what they're working on, right? Yeah, and you know, I mean, how do we know it's not a bunch of pedophiles and they're going to send the kids over to some place where they're, you know, or they're they're in harm's way, you know? Uh, you, you know, you know, it's another idea or a subject to talk about. These people surveil us, right? And, and they see us in your private moments, you know. And who would be normal after watching people have sex, masturbating, going to the bathroom? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. In other words, I think the job of surveillance in itself is disturbing. You know, it's disturbing for us, and it's certainly got to be disturbing for them. Has to be. You I know? mean, yeah, I know a lot of my um, they like to play with me while I'm in the bathroom. Uh, you know, <laughs> all kinds of goofy things. Uh, so obviously I know I'm being surveillance in the bathroom or, or, or some kind of sensor or something going on, but uh, unbelievable. I mean, uh, it's just sick. It's sick. Yeah. You know, I mean, I quit even worrying about, you know, I, I don't even care anymore, but, but you know, I, I mean. You did in the beginning, why, though, didn't you? You sure did. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't yeah. have any food to take a shower. I, I, I was scared to death. Well, they invaded my privacy as part mm-hmm. of the ta- attacks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, uh, you know, but, you know, I just think the surveillance program itself makes deviance. You know, now, if it gets fun watching people in their private moments, then what other twisted things start to become fun? You know, oh, they killed themselves. Is that a thing? You know, when I get hit with Medusa, they had a party. Before I got hit, and I go in there, and I they attempted a forced suicide. You know, I hear through the V2K, they were all upset when I came out alive, you know? Um, I mean, is it that twisted? Is it like yeah. a ritual sacrifice? Hey, can yeah. I say something? This is James Lico. Um, I, well, before I, I say anything, I want to say that you this is a great discussion you guys are having. Very interesting. And... Um, so I wanted to ask a couple of questions just because um, they've been bugging me. And nobody talks about these things. Like um, I filed a FOIA request. 
what, what I want to find is how many people have this happened to them. I filed a FOIA request, and they sent it back and said that I was denied because of a couple of reasons. One of them was because it was secret, and another one was, uh, I don't know, there was, I, I, I really forget the other reason, but it was secret, and, and uh, I can't remember. Then the other question was, um, they interrupt, you know, at, at any point, you're like a lab rat. They just do whatever they want, and, and uh, you know, so I, I'm just curious about that. Does anybody know about that? I was, um, I was just wondering, it, did, did they give you the Glomar response where they yes, confirm right. or deny that? Yeah. Yes, exactly. I, I think that's what they give most people. Um, however, I, I did find out, um, actually, if, I don't, I'm not sure if you've seen any of uh, Phil Marie's shows um, from uh, Wheel Freedom or Wake Up yes, America. But in that, he, he interviewed um, the Weisenbergs. And I believe Kathy Weisenberg did one video on um, she called Muckrock, and Muckrock explained to her the best way for her to get the most response from them. And oh, one I, of the I, things I, that they said was to, to make sure that you asked for the processing notes. Exactly, yeah, that was a yeah. good thing. So but, uh, I, I have not gone back myself and done that, um, but I'm... Uh, I'm still feeling like I should. And now that... I, I got from that that Muckrock, I didn't know it was Muckrock, because I've, I've seen um, people file the reports they get back from doing FOIA requests on there. That was interesting. And, uh, oh, damn, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, um... Well, it's been going on a Yeah, I know it does go <laughs> to all of us, James. <laughs> no, I mean, I guess the point there there is a way to write your request. Julia McKinney was telling me one time, you know, don't ask for information on you yourself. You know, she mm-hmm. was telling me a few other things that are, you know, that I and I never filed one. But you know, there, there are certain things that you do that you have more more of a chance to get a response. Okay. Yeah, so, I think that, kind of um, those one of the people that's gotten some pretty good responses is uh, Ramola, who runs the uh, the blog um, Everyday right. Citizen. So yeah, I know I'm her. hoping that maybe I can talk to her sometime and maybe share as much as I can with um, with the group on uh, the you know how specific she has been with that. Mm-hmm. She should come in as a guest from these times. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. I can, I I will ask her if you would like, Shelley. I've asked her before, and I think she's yeah. agreed. But yeah, please do. I also I'm not quite sure. Um, she at times has difficulty with with phone connection, so um, but we can give it a shot. I mean, it's worth a try, you know. Great. Mm-hmm. As a former federal employee. I was a contracting officer, and I had to deal a lot with uh, FOIA requests, especially like if they didn't win an award of a contract. And a lot of that information is proprietary information to the contractor that cannot be disclosed to the public, and it also has to do with um, equal competition. 
So some of their technology that they have out there is proprietary information, and they will not disclose that with you through a FOIA request. But well, some of this important, important technology no. that they do have, like Project Soul Catcher and that, before my um, computer crashed, you can find all this equipment, their patent numbers, um, even the electrical types of devices, the frequencies, all on the FDA website. And they have like four or six manufacturers for the Project Soul Catcher. And majority of us TEIs are some form of a Project Soul Catcher of, that Robert Duncan talked about. Anything like that you've ever find, you can try to share with Shelly and, uh, um, you know, get it out to everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Robert Duncan, they said that um, he should be working 24-7 on this to help us. Yeah. Hi, this is Melinda Quickly. Um, the Body Electric is uh, on a PDF file, the whole book. Wow, that's great. Yeah, let me turn off my speakers. That would help to, um, to do a search. Robert Be- Becker, yeah, just let me, it's on um, uh, Becker, The Body Electric, Adobe Acrobat Reader. Great. Hmm. Yeah. The whole book is downloaded, so you can read it. Wow. Yeah, he he was way ahead of his time. He talked about using EPR, you know, in a chapter I was reading about bones or just after it or something. And he said, uh, you know, let, let me just say it's complicated. You know, but I'm like, wow. You, you see, this was back, I think, in the 50s, 60s. Uh, when he was talking about the bones, he was talking about them as uh, like a silicon chip. Uh it, you know, it was unbelievable the technology that he understood at, at that time. Yeah, he was so far ahead. Well, I mean, just the index alone, you go nuts. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks for that. I I really um, I just pulled it up, and uh, that'll be great to have when I'm doing searches because sometimes yeah. it's searching for the page I was on and the information. Uh, you know, I I forget where I was. So thanks. Hey, you guys, can I ask a question? Uh-huh. Um, about the FOIA letters, I had the same uh, kind of circumstance that um, Marina, I think her name is Marina. My name is Angela, by the way. Uh-huh. Um, I have the frequencies wherever I go. And the same ones, I've had them um, run through uh, with um, Stanninger, and then actually she sent me about 25 different um, companies, and the only government association that I had was the Attorney General's Office in Kentucky. So it was strange because these are like LLC communications and other companies. Um, but I, see, I still believe, and half the people I talk to believe me, half don't. But I was told that I do have a chip. I don't know. Um, some days I really feel it like it's a switch, it turns on, and then other days I don't feel it. But um, if you're walking around with something like that inside your body and the megahertz are coming in and out and in and out, you know, different frequencies and stuff like that, I mean, don't they have to recognize these FOIA letters that you send out? I mean... Well, I, you know, there's... 
rules, there's new rules and regs on the FOIAs. I don't know if you've seen any write-ups on it, but um, a lot of stuff was being blocked. And I believe as of July 1st, and I might be wrong about the exact date, but um, there's new, more um, transparent regulations on how they answer your FOIAs. So it might be hoove everybody to attempt um, FOIAs again based on those new regs. Hmm. Um, And does this Murdoch company, Murdoch, do they help you? They help you because I, I said, oh, Muckrock. It's M U C K R O C K. Um, I know, I know uh, a couple of people. I actually, I myself called them once a long time ago after a drone came over my property and knocked me to the ground, and I was able to find out through them that there was another man in Massachusetts that had the same thing done to him that probably lives about an hour from me. Hmm. So, um, the, you know, and and then I found out after the fact that drones were not even supposed to be in the state of Massachusetts. Wow. So that was um, pretty revealing. But um, the guy was very helpful to me at the time. Wow. Okay. Can I ask Peter something? Sure. Hey, Peter. Um, hey, Angela. How are you doing? I had a, an incident the other day, and I, I just wondered what your opinion would be on this. I had a guy walking um, in front of my apartment um, complex at 2 in the morning it started. Cause I, didn't, I, didn't sleep, I didn't lay down until about 1.30. And then about as soon as I'm drifting off, I mean, it's, you know, when you're right going into that, that gap, um, this guy who's going, hey, and he's walking back back and forth between, you know, my one window and my other window. And then I'd, I'd lay down. I'd start to get there. As soon as I'd get there to go to sleep, he'd do it again. Hey. And it, it, I just laid there, and I, I let him go and go and go. And then finally around 4.30 in the morning, I was like, all right. You know, I'm finally asleep, almost asleep, and he does it again. So I go to my window. I hop on my, my um, dresser. Because I have to hop on my dresser to get to my window. I open my drape, and I go to open the window, and the guy turns around because I could just see his, like, silhouette. And I, I could tell, you know, what race he was and kind of what he was wearing. But he turned around, and he, like, pointed his, his fingers down towards the ground, and then both of his arms raised up, and he was either pointing both of his fingers at me like a gun or he had a gun. I couldn't see. A, a, I could not see the, the image of a gun, but I did see his his arms. And then he raised up real, 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 real slow. And it, you know, of course, it scared the crap out of me. Um, you know, I was thinking, I bet because he knew it was so weird. Like every time I was about ready to go into sleep, he would do that noise again. He would go, hey. And I, I thought, I wonder if somebody's telling him exactly when I'm going to sleep, and then he wakes me up. Like he. Yeah, I, 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 w- I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't yeah. doubt it. You know, I, I figure the agents, you, you know, use synthetic telepathy just to communicate. By the way, why are we hearing an echo that's like seconds later? Somebody has uh, their oh, volume up too high on their computer, so if they could turn it down, it would yeah. help everybody. It's interfering. 
Say mute yourself, please. You have noise coming out of your speaker. Mute yourself, please. If you have noise coming out. Wow, that's very Yeah, clean. it's like a three or four or five second delay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a three or four or five-second delay. Maybe longer. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, Shelly, can you mute a few people? I hate to say that. Yep, I, I am going to do that. that is, I have on here. If you find out which one that is. I hate to say that. Yep, I, I am going to do that. that is, yeah, someone's got a speaker phone on. Yeah, some extreme delay. Someone put their computer on through the phone. Wow. Maybe. You got it? Is that better? I think you got it. Yeah, whatever one you just hit. Okay. Yeah, so, (laughs) you know, I mean, yeah, I, I, you know, honestly, you could ignore this stuff, but, yeah, I, I think they know that you're nodding off. And they're waking you up. You know what I do going to sleep now? And I don't know. I I got V2K day and I wake up in the middle of the night to go pee and I got to have a big conversation. You know, so I, I play. I got these Samsung tablets and I got this uh, Project G or G10 speaker and I play a, a thunderstorm. And it is so cool going to sleep with a thunderstorm on. You know, and, you know, not that the V2K can't get through. It's just, it, it, it's not as much. I mean, and if you're really, if it's really disturbing you, the V2K, you know, people... But pe- it's not, pe- wait, 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 It's not V2K. They can't get arrested, you guys. No, I know, but you, you got a guy outside your window. If you were playing a th- thunderstorm, you wouldn't hear whatever he's saying. I know. I you know what I mean? That. Yeah. And I mean, so you're kind of getting... You know what we get with with V2K, but you know I'm, I'm saying for the people who get V2K, this is also a great thing. Do you think that he had V2K? I mean, he knew every time I was ready to go to sleep. This guy knew. Oh, well, there's two po- there's two there's two po- possibilities. One is is he's getting he's he's a perp, and he's getting a message: you're falling asleep, do it now. Or yeah. the other is he's using subliminal. And he's getting the thought to do this, and he don't even know why. Right. And that's almost always the case when, when you're dealing with people. Sometimes there are normal people doing weird stuff around you, and they're just getting these crazy thoughts. And they think they're their own thoughts, and they act on them. Right. So they came and arrested him. I felt bad for you know it's weird. I felt bad for him. I felt really, really bad for him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, this, this is another reason. You know, if you think this way and you realize subliminal plays a part in the conflicts between us and sometimes things that happen with other people and everything, then you don't get angry. You don't get hateful. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and you you realize so many people are being manipulated, they don't even know it. You know, yeah. but it, it's good to stay in a good frame of mind, have a positive attitude, and you know, and that's one way. That's one way. If, if you, you look at all the possibilities, there's always a possibility people don't even know what they're doing. Yeah. 
There's a guy in uh, Connecticut that gets um, that gets uh, um, V2K or, or gets harassed in general and tortured by um, a program going through General Dynamics, and his perps are always telling him through the V2K that subliminal is their number one weapon. And then they went ahead and said, "We're going to demonstrate it to you," and they did. Um, so. Keep that in mind at all times. That guy's yeah. been getting subliminal. Oh, yeah. so, you know, I mean, I get V2K. I'm getting subliminal as well. I mean, you know, I, I know them. a lot of times I've caught it, you know. So we're all getting subliminal. I mean, I mean, when you're a TI, you know, you know, sometimes we wonder why they're doing this to us, right? Well, our family and, our, and the people around us seem to totally deny us. They're getting subliminal. The thought is going to their head, no way is this happening. And not only do they think no way is this happening, if they believe it's happening, it hurts them severely to think that their loved one or their friend is being harmed. If they, if they think that you're delusional, then they feel a lot better about it. And, it, and I read the CIA wrote about this, about, you know, called the circle of destruction and, and how people react to people's torture. And it, it, it's sad, but people don't want that to hear such horrific things, and so they'd rather not believe. So you know, yeah. don't hold it against them. It's it's this psycho- psychology was worked out about worked out by the CIA a long time ago that they knew they could torture people, and that when those people went to tell other people, the other people would not want to believe it because it's harmful. They're at risk of vicarious trauma. And they can become post-traumatic. And so this is how they get away with torture. And this is why I think torture is blooming right now. You know, George Bush. I mean, the Republican debate, I don't know if anyone saw it, but they were all talking about, you know, I mean, even Trump said, you know, waterboarding, I'll do a hell of a lot more than waterboarding. They were all all for torture. Wow. To to catch the terrorists, you know. And, And, you know, it's just... We know what's really going on, you know. Yeah, yeah. We're we're getting the the uh, exact opposite of what we should be getting, and what I think in general um, to be on a higher plane that humanity needs to be. You know. Oh, exactly. I, I think of um, Jimmy Carter is always saying these really positive things, and I was looking on Facebook today, and he said. Uh, what is needed now more than ever is leadership that steers us away from fear and fosters greater confidence in the inherent goodness and ingenuity of humanity. And I'm thinking that is the complete opposite of what any targeted person gets on a daily basis. Yeah. No? That, that Those are great words. Yeah. You know, that's Nick Begich as well. He was on a radio show one night. And he was talking about how we're doubling our knowledge every six months. When the quantum computer comes out, all bets are off. And he says, you know, there's a lot of talk that there's too many people and and all this. He says, I think we're about to go into a golden age of mankind, you know, that, you know, that, that great things can come from us. And, and we're evolving to do better things. And I, I loved his positive attitude. Well, I think there's um, truth that, you know, I think we have to, 
especially us, we have to stop the negativity and turn it around as much as we can. Um, and I think in some ways, whether we realize it or not, that's why we're being exposed to this, because we're being challenged to do that. We need to. I went to the police about it because I asked them to follow up with me, and nobody came to my door. Nobody, well, actually, somebody did call me. An officer called me back and said that the guy was um, actually violating his parole, and they arrested him again. I thought, oh, boy, more V2K for you, buddy. <laughs> Poor thing. Yeah, and so I thought, probably oh, is. You know? So yeah, he's probably I, targeted. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. And so yeah. I went to the police office, just as a concerned citizen, on Friday, and I just wanted to know, like, I wanted to ask about it. And I just, I walked in, and there was a lady police officer who told me that I needed to contact the mayor's office, call 311, and complain about loitering. And I said, well, I really don't get a lot of loitering. I, you know, and then, and then this uh, big guy, big police officer, kind of older guy, walked down the steps. And he said, where do you live? you live in those nice townhouses? I said, no, I live in the street across from the nice townhouses. <laughs> I said, I do not live in one of the nice townhouses. I said, um, I'm just a concerned citizen that wanted to know if this man was um, in his right mind or um, if, if um, he might have had something going on in his ears or in his brain. And he just put his hand, he put his hand on his, you know, his head and shook his head. And and and, and then, you know, cause I think he might have known what I was trying to say. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, I try not to call the police, you know, or or anything that gets you, your name coming up on someone's list. I hated calling the police. I yeah. I it is because this guy looked like he pulled it. It looked like he had a gun. And I would have never called the police. I was going to open my window and tell, say, hey, what you doing out there? <laughs> but when he raised his hands up at my window, slow motion, I, I didn't know if he had a gun or not. That scared the living crap out of me. Yeah. So, you, you know, when I was targeted in the beginning, they tried to get me in conflict with other people. Yeah. Uh, they they would vandalize someone, and then the police would show up and and, and – you know, mention me and and so be careful of that. You know, yeah. That you know, trying to pit us against one another, other other people. You know, I mean, I'm aware of it now. You know, and to be honest, I was probably in some psyops program. You know, where you know you can take care of this guy by getting him in conflict with other people. And then you know, I found it to happen three times that I caught at least. And then I, I realized the game that that was being played. You right. Know, so something happens, I just keep walking. Right. You, you know what I, I mean? Know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's uh, you know, it shouldn't be this way, but it is. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that guy might be someone they wanted to target. They're in his head. They got him all sight. You know, it's hard to say what's going on. You know. But, I mean, a lot of us have issues with sleep, and, you know, we got to find ways to go to sleep. You know, it's tough to not not get it. Mm-hmm. You know, your day drags, you're falling asleep during the day and everything else. So yeah. I know where you're coming from, but, you know, it is kind of odd to have someone out your, out your window. 
Well, yeah, if he would have never raised his arms at me <laughs> and, and pretended like he had a gun, maybe. Yeah, but I mean, you also live with your windows, like, right on the sidewalk? Yeah, I'm right on the sidewalk. I have no grass around me at all. I'm calm. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is tough to have someone right out your window like that. I I never, I never considered that, especially they're hanging out all night there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And especially when I was right when I was going to sleep. I thought about putting the headphones on. I should have. Because then I just would have ignored the whole darn thing. But um, I didn't. So it's really curious. It was so creepy. I think I was testing it because every time right when I was about to sleep, sometimes it would take me an hour. Like it would be an hour between his case. And it was always like right before. Well, you, know, you know what the killer is? Is that sound you heard may not even been him. That's that. It could be the holographic 3D sound. Every now and then, I even hear a sound. They just make a sound, you know? And uh, I even got a virus in my computer that made a cricket one time. And every now and then, you hear that, you know? And so I end up going nuts, ripping everything apart, looking for a damn cricket. And then all of a sudden, it realized to me, could this be like a virus or something? And then I typed in cricket virus, and it came up. And it said where to go in your computer, what file you'd find, and to delete it. And I did, and now ended it. Hey, Peter, I have something similar to that. Is it very loud? Yeah, the cricket. You know? It it startles me every now and then, and I think they do it maybe to calibrate their equipment. No, no, it is a virus. I mean, I, I don't know how it gets on your computer, but... You know, but there's not. What I found out is there's not only a cricket one. There are other noises that they got. You know, and that you, you said, you know, if you have the cricket, it's this. It could be this one, this one, this one. But go here, go to this location. You know, if the number is this, it's the cricket. Take it out. You know, if it's something else, it's another number or, or name. And uh, it was odd. And I, I deleted the file, and then that was the end of it. Never heard it again. Mysterious cricket went away. <laughs> but a weird thing was, too, was you couldn't tell the location of it. Also, you'd hear this loud cricket, and it's like, is it underneath? Oh, wow. You know, you just couldn't tell. That's weird. I know, it is weird. <laughs> but, you know, they also, before they hit me with Medusa and put me in a the hospital, they showed me. 3D holographic sound, and they made the sound come from the ceiling on the left wall the right all over the place. And they showed me we can make it come from anywhere we want. Any sound we want. And so, I mean, they don't have to go full-blown V2K and everything on you. They can just play little games. And I'm going to kind of toughen up to the little things, you know? Yeah. And real, just realize they can do it. You know? I can't spend any time. You're right about getting out of the house. It's uh, the uh, Friday I came home and I was on my computer and I got that bad. And I could not <clears throat> even think. And I grabbed my keys and I grabbed my stuff and I ran out of the house and the, up to this apartment. And I went down. Actually, there's a hospital right down the street from where I live. So I went down there and I just sat there. And then, of course, there was like street theater and all these people and this lady came up she's blowing her cigarette smoke in my face <laughs> and all this stuff and oh my gosh but it's funny because 
it is like a switch. I mean, like today I felt okay. Yesterday I was okay. Knock on wood. You know, I guess they, they, and these weapons, I mean, my gosh, these microwave and all the R EMF and stuff, and you guys can tell the difference between each one and the frequencies and your detectives and, oh, my gosh, I, I, I get confused with it all. <laughs> I do. No, the, the longer you're in it, it's just some of the stuff gets repeats and gets old. And, and you know, I, I don't say much about, you know, the frequencies that people are picking up. But, again, Nick Begich and and uh, Dr. Eldon Bird say the frequencies are so low that they're they're undetectable. So what we're detecting may not be what's hitting us and causing us problems. And then again, it might. I mean, we need an open mind. Mm-hmm. And if so. you give me what had just happened in France, the terrorists are using all of it, too. They're using subliminal, and they're using um, what they consider a hypnosis and EST and telepathy. That's how some of that has happened. They are well aware of how all of this works also. And I believe that's how they control some of the terrorist acts that they do, that they're behind a lot of what's going on along with the government. And and they can manipulate the same way that the government can, or anybody for that matter that wants to. I mean, we have bulletins that the police have put out in the United States across the different hubs about, uh, you know, in the Asian communities about people going in and using hypnosis to steal money. And that's been ongoing for a few years now, you know, and people have lost their life savings. So it's not something that the United States doesn't know about. It's just something that they don't want to talk about. And Kate. it definitely needs to be talked about. Kate, did you hear that? Yeah. Huh. So using hypnosis to steal money, how are they doing that? It's it's all, all old techniques. I mean, this has been going on. It's up in Boston. The, the Boston police put a bulletin out last year about it, that they were going into uh, Boston and going into the Asian community. And literally, there was a bunch of people that, in the police department saying that they were being hypnotized and all of a sudden they realized that all the money was gone. You know, they had some people that they had um, manipulated them into going into their apartments and giving the money. Some people, they had go to ATM machines. And after I looked it up, I mean, it's not just Boston. It's all over. It's New York, Philadelphia, Los Angeles. Uh, it's, yeah. it's all over the United States. It did. And the police, my cousin, they the wiped the bank account. Right. And the police in the major metropolises literally put bulletins out to the Asian communities, you know, that watch for somebody doing this, that they're using hypnosis, and, and basically it's mind control. And we know that, you know, people can do that. Um, that's part before we all became, you know, pretty smart about this. You know, some people, they were able to do that, too. And, you know, once everybody woke up from it, um, you know, they can't do it to anybody anymore because we're too cognizant of all of it. But there are a lot of people out there. Like Pete, you were saying about what they did to you in your vehicle. 
they did that. We had on, I don't know if anybody remembers that, it was a Friday night call. We had uh, some truck drivers on that were out west. Uh, a couple of them were from Oregon. And they were saying how they had people when they were trying to, um, when the truckers were trying to turn off from the expressway and go off to their off-ramp, they weren't allowed to do that. They had cars that were blocking them. One of the vehicles, they had actually, when he finally got off the expressway, uh, he stopped, I don't know if it was for the night or if it was for something to eat, they had messed with his hydraulics. And when he went to go back um, back on the expressway, he realized there was something wrong with the truck. And he said it's happening more and more, in particular out west, um, that people are doing that. So it's, I mean, it's this stuff is ongoing, and it's definitely terrorism that people are doing it. And it's just, I mean, it's here in this country as much as it is everywhere. And I wasn't surprised to hear that um, about what happened in, in, uh, in France over in Lago. I have a picture of it. I took it probably, it was probably right around that same time, about six months ago. Um, and there was a tanker that um, someone had, the tanker had hit something or, or um, someone had hit the tanker and there was a huge dent in the back of it while they parked it right in front of the electrical, one of the electrical um, stations. And it's basically a message that, you know, this can happen, that a tanker can go into the electrical um, station and, you know, wreak havoc. And I actually have a picture of that. Um, but that's something that, I mean, the police here in particular are well aware of what's going on because it's so prevalent here in Florida. Nobody talks about it, but they know that it's here. And they know that, you know, anybody can use subliminal because we all hear it. They all hear it, too. It's used against the police here. Um, and and it's just, it needs to, we need to find some way to, you know, either in the newspaper or some way to get this. I know the billboards was a good idea. I don't know how effective it was, but... You know, it's everybody knows it's going on. It's causing a lot of havoc in this country, and I mean that's the terrorists in particular know how to use it. That's partly how they did 9/11, and uh, and it's just it's it's getting worse and worse all across the globe. Yeah, they they had a video of Osama bin Laden, and he was laughing, and you know, it was translating below, and he was saying that the guys on the planes who had the box cutters. You know, I guess they agreed to do something. They didn't even know what they were doing. And he said, he says, the only ones who knew what was happening were the pilots, the ones who flew the planes. And he says, the others, they don't even know they died. And he started laughing. Uh, Manipulation of other people, you know what I mean? So, you know, to, to radicalize them and then they're giving their life for some... You know, I don't know what you call it. You know, CIA program. Who knows? You know what I mean? You know, they think yeah, they're they're fighting for Allah. It's all the whole thing's a bunch of crap. You know? Yeah, they believe. They honestly believe. You know, they believe a lot differently than a lot of other people do, um, especially in the Middle East. They believe wholeheartedly in in their God and and that they will be saved. I mean. 
It's not, that's a lot of what they believe is just tradition. I mean, that's that's been going on forever. Um, you know, some people don't, but most do. And trying to change that mindset, I mean, that's, I would think the government would be trying to tell them not to believe, you know, instead of believing because of all the havoc that it's causing all across the globe. Yeah, I'll be honest. I've seen Arabs on and they say, you know, our religion does not preach this hatred, this this stuff, you know. Right, right. This I, not is, the uh, radical side of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, they want the same way that they do. Yeah. What I've always looked at is it. I mean, let's say we we build a bridge or a building or a city or or a dam or whatever. You know, it it could take ten years to build that, or, or you know, I mean, a lot of the great things that we've created have taken a great deal of work and effort to build them, and they can be destroyed so quickly, like by war. Right. You know right. that that that's that's, right. that's a failing in mankind. You know, to to be destructive in any way. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, everyone's really got to take. The, you know, especially us, you know, got to take the road of, uh, you the know, high the high road. We, you know, we, violence is definitely not the way, you know, and we we got to be peaceful no matter what. I mean, honestly, Jesus, Martin Luther King, Gandhi, they all showed the same thing. You know, right. they were oppressed by a, a, a power they couldn't beat. You know, fighting was much more powerful than they were. But what they could do was just expose it to the people. And speak about what's that, truth, right, I kind. I wonder if, if this synthetic system isn't being built or wasn't built for the sake of something like this happening, where it's becoming mass murder is becoming more and more prevalent no matter where it is and no matter how it's done. Um, and I wonder if this system wasn't built to try and reverse people's minds for mind control to try and reverse the hatred and the violence. I know. But they do. They say that that's the reason that this was um, developed um, so that we could all live in peace and kumbaya and all that good stuff. The thing about that is though, you start controlling people's minds and taking away that freedom. I don't know. I, I, I don't agree. Uh, even if we well, are, we because we're all test subjects right now. <laughs> <laughs> we have to know in our minds and our in ourself. I mean, our our inner being. If I if I hit you, I'm hurting myself. Um, we're all like a, a one body, and it that's that it is the way it is. And the lady earlier on the call said, um, kind of the same thing. If um, we don't realize that we have to step on a higher plane. That's just it. If our whole world has to be on a higher plane to know better. But we're not there yet because of yeah. I don't know, evil or what. But okay. you know, you know, there's people who who make money from war, from these weapons, from chaos. You know, there's all there's also all these agendas in the world. I mean the the thing the point is we gotta take the higher road. I mean, we'll feel better for it. We'll have a better life for it. But you know, you know chaos. I mean, uh, Putin says that U.S. is trying to control through, through chaos. You know, I think Russia does its own share of chaos. But, but uh, I, I, I think Nick Begich is right. I think mankind is poised for a, a, a 
you know, a, a great time. You know, I, I think we're evolving to where we should be in a better place. There should be a lot more peace. And uh, somebody's trying to keep the 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 bullshit going, I guess. Best way to say it. Yeah. You know, this war on terror is, is a bunch of crap. It might be that they could see the possibility of terrorism, so, you know, so they're going there. But, you I mean, to fake it, I mean, we, we know so much is not real. You know, I mean, I know what they've done to me. I could have lashed out. And really, there was an entity to, behind it, if I had. Right. You know what I mean? It wasn't real. There wasn't terrorism. The terrorism was uh, synthetic telepathy. You know, and, right. and the Army had it listed, you know, what V2K was. And then I, I remember talking to the FBI about it. Two weeks later, it got pulled off. So, I mean, what is it that, the, that the, you know, the military has this technology and people are suffering from it? Some people well, they're, commit, teaching, they're teaching it at the colleges, Cornell University. I mean, when they first introduced that class and they had their first, their first classes go through, they actually had an engineering student who committed suicide, just walked outside and jumped off a bridge. Wow. Yeah. That, was in, that was in one of those classes. I, I was dumbfounded, dumbfounded. Well, well you know, we I can look at ourselves, and, and we have a lot more suicides than we have people going off flashing out. I mean, right. the suicides exactly. are not good. You know, right. this this technology should not be being used on, on the American people. Military mm-hmm. weapons are not through posse comitatus. Is that it? Uh, right. You know, they're not supposed to use military weapons on the public. Well, I think part of it is, too, if you look back uh, look back at when they did, like, the LSD experiments, I think that's all happening again. I think they're doing that with the prescription drugs. Um, yeah. And right. I, think, I think it's stopping a little bit, but I think they've been doing that probably over the past five years. Same thing they did with the LSD experiments. Yeah, no, I I agree. I, I mean, they drugged me out for a good five or six years, you know. I mean, they found my health and everything else. Uh, you know, a lot of us had died on these medications as well. Heart attacks. Uh, you know, Ron, Ron Gilman, I, I don't know if he was on medicine or not. His V2K was getting louder. He had a heart attack. Uh, Sean Stin was on medication and... Of course, he had V2K, and he had a heart attack. I mean, it, it's just a terrible way to go to boot. I mean, it's it is sick. It's inhuman. It's not what we're supposed to be about, you know. No, it's not. It's not. And I think, I think with the reversing, I think with with everybody stepping in with the prescription drugs, I think that's a good thing. I think you're going to see some of this go away, at least for um, that aspect of it. Um, but there's still so many other pieces of it that need to be nipped in the bud, and and it's getting that done. Um, mm-hmm. and it's going to take all of us to do that. Well, you know, that's I mentioned Lisa Becker was at church, and they mentioned what she's been talking about, mind control. Mm-hmm. You know, by all the shootings and these events happening around the world. Uh, you know, why do people all of a sudden go nuts? This this mm-hmm. isn't something that used to happen very often. You well, know? That's, yeah, they they had these they had their uh, yearly conference in Brooksville here in Florida, 
And that was one of the things that they talked about. They talked about mind control and they talked about how it works. There's one of the pastors that was was there. Um, I had talked about it on one of the calls where he he actually put out video and everything on it. Um, he's got a whole program on on how it works. Now you said Cornell. Uh, uh, Cornell, yes, C O R N E L. No, we get Cornell out here in New York. Right, right. Is it a branch of of the New York? Yeah, it is. Yeah, oh, okay. Is. I don't know if it's still on there. This was a couple of years back. All right. But anyway, right. anyway, this pastor put out um, videos and everything on it, and he was talking about mind control, and he was saying how it's spiritual warfare. The the clergy is very well aware of what's going on. Well, I mean, um, you know, you know, you talk about that. Look what happened with the priests, right? And then, uh-huh. how about all the mailmen going postal? You know, right. and I mean, the first way to surveillance us was to get a hold, you know, get control of the mailman mm-hmm. who show up at your door every day. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, then they have torture. They're pushing torture. They're trying to say it's not torture. I mean, if you look at at what you know, legal entities are doing, it, it is not, you know, it, it, it goes along with all the bad things happening. Right. You know, I mean, we that's don't like torture we, people. Come on. No, no. And that's like, that's like we were talking about on Neil's call, um, and actually on the last Saturday night call, too, about the electricity, about how it goes when Dwight was talking um, about how it goes from zero to, you know, the 60 hertz and how they use that to control people. I mean, it's that all stems back to, like you were saying, the viruses on your computer. That all stems back to them being within the electric grids. You know, it's, yeah, it's, you know, it's, we're affected it's, by that. that 60, I don't know if the 60 cycles is doing anything. It's supposed to be the lily wave on there. In other words, right. on, that, on that electrical grid, there can be other waves other than the 60 cycle. Right. And th- those would more like, you know, something else might, the cause, but I mean they've had electricity for a long time, right? And they, and they didn't have these problems. So, but the electricity does hit us; it affects our health, right? But they did, but it was hidden. It's now just like pedophilia; it's coming out into the open. So you hear more and more cases about it. People are talking more and more, and and it's becoming more prevalent, also because we have more tech. We have we have more. We have more cell towers. We have more all kinds of technology that's out there yeah. that's actually that's actually affecting it. I mean, if anything, I'd say with all the new technology coming out, we need law enforcement and that to protect us more than ever. Not right, exactly. you be using it against us. Right. Yeah. I mean, we probably have enough, you know, crazy people out there trying to to affect us. You know. Right. Uh, we 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 need someone watching out for us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, Myron May, um, did that pastor, did he know about Myron May down in Florida? Do you think? Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. do. They he contact- they're watching everything that's going on. Yeah. They, you know, the FBI contacted Derek and everything about that, too. That's you know, that he, he, you know, you know, what communications that he had with uh, Freedom. But, I mean, honestly, you look at Myron May, and he was a very educated young man. Yeah. Uh, worked really hard, you know. Uh, I don't know. He was a prosecutor, I think, for the state. And then all of a sudden, he began to get the same things that we're getting. And, you know, then, you know, a bunch of people's lives 
take a tumble. I and mean, this guy oh. in France, this is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, and they I, showed the images. Yeah, Hi. I don't... I, I've been coming and going tonight, but uh, did you talk about a new whistleblower that we have? His name is Philip Haney. He's just retired from the Homeland Security, and he was there on the first day of Homeland Security. He's been investigated about four different times by different agencies because the Department of Justice and his own agency because he just kept coming up with information that was pertinent that they did not want to be used in the, you know, in the files. And uh, he, he's a very interesting man. He's got all his uh, information out there, and uh, I think you'd find him interesting. Something else you said, too, there is such a thing as spiritual warfare. The Bible deals with it in Ephesians, the last chapter. But um, I think... I think, yeah, and something you said, Peter, I think is, is important. Uh, Gandhi and Buddha and all those people, they spoke of peace and good things. But Muhammad didn't do that. The last, one of the last things he said was, perish the Jews and the Christians, but they have no place in our world. But one of the, the last things that Jesus said was, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. There are differences in spiritual leaders, you know, and founders of these religions. And although I know some absolutely wonderful people who follow Islam, if you look at it, and look at what Mr. Haney has on YouTube especially. Quite a few, he's got a book out, but he also has several items on YouTube that you, that you might find interesting. But um, uh, I, I think you'll find that there are some very, um, very different kinds of principles within the writings of that particular religion that promote this kind of thing that's going on around the world. And uh, our agencies have been told not to mention it, not to deal with it. So we've had it happen more and more in our country. And I just wanted to throw that out. I love your discussion. Like I said, I've been coming and going and you're touching. Oh, melatonin. Yes, you talked. A while ago you talked about melatonin. I happened to be taking melatonin years ago because I was uh, working at night and it was messing up my sleep pattern. And I understand these these things, let's see, that you shouldn't take more than uh, three, I think, milligrams at one time, but that only lasts about four hours. But I think, uh, let's see, Linda has said that they've come out with a, with a time release melatonin, so it will last you for the eight hours that you need. Uh, something else Lee, about it was, uh, oh, when I first began Targeted, I did get a book from, and I can't remember the name of it, from uh, uh, Les EMF, and it had uh, quite a bit to do about different supplements. And it did say that melatonin protects brain cells. So I thought that's a significant thing, too. So I, that, that That is a good supplement, I think. Yeah, in fact, I, I saw that, uh, you know, women who get breast cancer tend to have 10% of the melatonin they should. Uh, it is also is related to uh, Alzheimer's oh, or really? dementia. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Well, I'll so, I mean, just, just a word off dementia and breast cancer. Yeah. And, and we know we're dealing with all these frequencies, and it's one of the reasons people have less of it in them. Mm-hmm. And we're mm-hmm. getting hit with more than probably even the average person. So. Yeah. Thank you for mentioning that. You go ahead with your discussion. I was just going to add a few things. Okay. 
Hello. Oh, Peter, I wanted to say one thing. This is Melinda. Um, uh, President Obama in 2011 subverted the Posse Comitatus Act. It's virtually non-existence right non not in existence right now, and he can call up the military to go on American soil if he wanted to, National Guard, whatever's available. Yeah, um, I believe he used the War Powers Act, uh, Posse Comitatus and Habeas Corpus. And Habeas Corpus hadn't been suspended since uh, the Civil War. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, seeing these wars uh, ended, then these should be reinstated. Yeah, who's gonna? Who do you think would do that? I mean, what senator? Well, maybe Gowdy or somebody who's brave. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. You know, uh, habeas corpus goes back to the King of England. You know, picking people up and throwing them in the torture chamber. And it looks like that's what Bush wanted to do. You know, well, with Guantanamo. Well, I think kind of a, a, in the plan, unfortunately, because I have read stuff like that. Un, unlimited detention. You know, trains up to the camps and all this other stuff. Anyway, um, I tend to OD on melatonin regardless of what I take or you know, maybe they're just hitting me in the sleep so much that I wake up so groggy like I have a hangover. I wonder if it's uh, I'm getting it from Trader Joe's. I don't know if there's a great quality one or it's all the same. It is a hormone, isn't it? Uh, I'm not really sure. I'm not sure. I, I know I'm getting it at Walmart, so <laughs> you know, probably equivalent to Trader Joe's. Do you take a uh, hundred or fifteen hundred or? No, no, no. It's much smaller. It's like three milligram or five milligram. Or I think they have ten milligram, but you know, that's 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 the it's basic a dose. Too. It's it's. A, I don't know. I've just I've not been able to balance that. And no, I you know, I, like I said, I was in Mexico, and one guy was having trouble sleeping. And I mean, I'm taking it. I don't see a big difference in my sleep. But knowing that, you know, how it, you know, I mean, last last thing I want to do is get older and have dementia. You know, mm-hmm. so, you know, a woman get breast cancer. I mean, it's related to that. Yeah. So, uh, go to newsletter, and he talks a lot about dementia and how to avoid it. Not eating certain things and and eating more of other things, I think it's controllable. And if you look at the world, the the big dementia countries: United States, Great Britain, Australia. Is that not weird? That is weird. What does that tell you? I don't know. Something something we're doing. Huh? That that's strange. U- yeah. United Kingdom. Huh. Uh, Great. Uh, United States and uh, Australia. No, oh, you know, I'm glad you told me that. If I find that map, um, I'll mention it on on the call. I, I just I saw it yesterday, but DrMercola.com has a free health newsletter. He goes into a lot of that, and he is saying, you know, there's a big increase, and let's look at why. And he goes into details, and a lot of it is diet. Hello? Yeah, you know the whole organic thing is very important. Yeah, I agree. Hi. Hello. Hi, this is Gloria from Montclair. Can you tell me something about our targeting? Why we can win our case and still not get the targeting stopped? Why we can win our case? Oh yes, someone has won the case. They got the money. 
But the targeting is still continuing. They can't get the targeting stopped. Look, you, you know what happened to me? I had a psychiatrist tell me, he says, look, you know, I, I went in and said I was attacked by microwave weapons. The doctor was writing I was delusional. They drugged me to oblivion on Seroquel. Then I had a hot, racing heart, went to the hospital. Two women told me, uh, get rid of your doctor, get off the medicine, you're being drugged to death. I go and I look at my records, and, uh, geez, am I losing track of where I was going? All right, why, why, oh. And so, finally, I got a psychiatrist who said, you know, police sometimes make mistakes. Uh, I can guarantee they won't bother you anymore. I went to talk, no, no more talk. That's it. And I ended up writing a letter and, and let me out of there. But my targeting kept going, like full blast. Uh, police weren't bothering me, but uh, actually, they, I forget what was happening, but the targeting was still very, very strong. So I ended up going uh, in front of the town council holding up a bloody shirt and, you know, claiming corruption and false police reports. And, and so then they they had they put a relative of mine and a woman who spoke uh her son and a relative of mine were front page that they were arrested and all this with a full page in the back so i went to the next meeting and mentioned false police reports and it just so happened that the officer i mentioned had already been convicted of it he he did get off three days later on an appeal but he had gone through all his policemen's bill of rights and it wasn't until after that sec second meeting and I was told by someone in City Hall, I never saw more people come and go from the town manager's office, that my targeting dropped. Okay. Now, I know exactly who's targeting me. Now, if I, you know, if we could catch it, and I know exactly the time they're doing it. They're doing it usually after hours, most of the time. They're doing it all day long, but, I mean, you can really catch them after hours. Now, my question is, like, for instance, I'm going to give you the, the name of the person that I'm speaking of. Darlene Miles was able to win her case, but she was not able to get the targeting stopped. That doesn't make any sense because the people who are doing this are using instruments that come from some kind of com company. The companies are being paid by some, some kind of departments, government or whatever, that should be easily traced. Now, the only it's, thing I can say is, you know, I don't want to get into Darlene and, and what she's doing, but uh, the only thing I can say is it wasn't. She's got the money. She's got the money, but she can't get it I, I, I don't know what happened. You know, I. I just it, that whole thing is just crazy. I don't even want to get into it. But what what I'm what I'm saying is I brought attention to the things that some things that were going on, and that was the only thing that seemed to lower it. You know, e even when my psychiatrist obviously had someone come and talk to him and say okay, that I'm you know something had going on, there was a I'm mistake. Not the doctor. I'm not willing to take any medication, so that's out. But I would tell the police about it. We're going to the hospital, and the doctor is totally out. I'm not letting anybody put any medication in my system. Well, I'm not, I'm, not, no, I'm not saying to take medication, not at all. You know, that, that's where they caught me. And they, they, I was lied to. That's how they got me to take it. They stopped uh, one medication I had and said this was to replace it. And then mm -hmm. you look at the records, and they're referencing an experiment, a human experiment and saying I was informed of the risks and benefits. Total lie. You know, I mean, I should have been exposing that. But at the time, I was near death. 
and to just get my targeting to lighten up and try to recover, you know, that was the best I felt that I could do at that point. Okay, you know? and I have one other thing to say. I heard the president say that he can, the government can experiment on anyone they want to, even to the point of death, and it's legal. Well, you know, there, there, there are different laws. Last time I was on, I talked about the 5241-R, I guess Article 13, whatever, where if you're under surveillance... And if you're under surveillance, no one can comment on an ongoing investigation. That's why you don't get any answers anywhere. And then this is a DOD directive. They're allowed to experiment on you. And then I found other laws where the DOD is, is supposedly allowed to to experiment on people. But, of course, this goes against other laws. So how, how much, you know, it would stand up in court if it ended nobody up in court. I'm sorry, nobody seems to have heard what he said because the whole country should rise up against somebody, a, a president saying that. The whole country, the whole 360 million people or whatever it is, nobody should be, I mean, we are not uh, 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 Germany. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know and, what you mean. Huh? No, I, I understand you. I mean, there was a show on the other day on TV uh, called uh, Something Super Soldiers. Uh, and it was about, like, all the heroes who've been experimented on by our government, you know, to, you know, create vaccines, to test weapons. Uh, and, you know, they made it, you know, Dr. Marino was on there, who's, at, you know, at quite a few bioethics meetings. And, uh, you know, in the beginning, doctors experimented on themselves trying to come up with cures. This thing of experimenting on people didn't happen till later. When they came out with, I think it was a nerve agent or mustard gas, they killed more people experimenting than they ever killed on the battlefield. Uh, I think it was the wrong road to go down. Uh, Bill Clinton apologized for for experiments. Why are you apologizing when we when we keep doing it? And so okay. you know, look, I, I'm right with you. It, it's a difficult thing. Can we get a coalition of people that are large enough in number? To to cut to to approach somebody in government uh, at the highest level to get all this stopped. I mean, there's people across the United States, basically all the way across. We if we can get a larger large number of, and get them get us in some kind of a something that's legal where you know it's a coalition or people get in groups and they get things stopped. Isn't it possible for us to do that? You know, at, at, the, at the right time and place, I suppose it is. We, we've done a number of things without a whole lot of luck. You know, the only thing I could say is it is coming out. You know, like I mentioned, Lisa Becker, the, the, you know, was mentioned in church about mind control. Uh, you know, the shootings, the things that we see going on, we know is not normal. Uh, you know, there's, there's this uh, physicist. Uh, is it Dr. Keiku? You know, who's on TV quite a bit. And someone sent around uh, an audio. And he talks about, you know, the false retina that Leslie Crawford has in her. You know, she's got images of it from, you know, like a decade ago or so. Uh, You know, the talk he's saying, believe it or not, there's going to be synthetic telepathy. And and I'm not making this up. They already have it. And then we're going to tell our car to come pick us up and drive us home. And these things are all going to happen. So in the next 10, 20 years, all the things we've been talking about 
are all going to come out to the public. You know, and I don't know how they're going to deal with that because we've been telling all the crimes they've been doing with it. So, you know, I mean, this is where we, we stand right now. I would love it if we could all get together and do one thing together, all yeah. the TIs at once. Yeah. To be honest, that's what I think it will take. Yeah. But, but, but how do we do it? And, and that's possible. It is possible. No, I, I think we we gotta we gotta get all of us together, like a thousand or two, and walk across a bridge or something. So yeah. many that they can't even arrest us all. I mean, you know, it would take hours. We gotta do more than walk across the bridge. We gotta go into the office where they are. We gotta give them the petition, and they and we gotta demand. That you they know something? They, they're they're so used to to, to ignoring us because supposedly we're under uh, an invest. You know, the people in Guantanamo, they know ninety percent of them are innocent. Yep. And they won't let them go. Yep. You know, so what is what is up with they TIs? They kidnapped them from Iraq. What? They, they kidnapped them from the Middle East. Yeah, they kidnapped people from all over. They've been experimenting on them, I bet, with the same things they've been experimenting on us, or maybe worse. And they don't want them telling what happened. You know, not only that, they radicalized them. The people they did let go went and joined the terrorism groups after being tortured for years. You know, I mean, this this is terrible. What's that's, going on? I don't want to interrupt you, and I want to stop talking. What they're okay. doing to me is, is is elder abuse. I am about to reach my seventy seventh birthday, and they're still targeting me. And I ain't going nowhere. I'm gonna live as long as God gives me, and I'm not gonna let them stop it. But this is I can't live my life to its fullest in this manner. The way this is going. No, I I understand. Fun. It's not right. Well, you know, you know, right now it, it's 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 a battle of the mind. You're gonna find inner peace in, in your years. You know, we're all getting older. To be honest with you. I mean, and I'm not 77. I'm 57. But you know, we all gotta find inner peace despite what's going on. So, mm-hmm. you know, do you, elder abuse. Why does it not come into that category? I, you know, there, there was a woman I heard come on a radio station and she was 92 years old and she's a TI and she's getting V2K now. She got electric shock in the early days. She's had an entire life of this crap and she's 92 years old. I think she lives out in Indiana or Illinois. There's another woman who comes on in the 80s. No, this 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 is this is very, very wrong. You know, this is not right, you know. Uh, I, I don't like the fact that there's something that I can't control. When I mean control, after a while, I've been going through this in 2005, I think, or 2006. I got in touch with a talk show in 2007. Now, I'm used to tolerating something for a certain amount of time and, and, and able to make up my mind and usually come through with to put a stop to things. I don't know how to put a stop to this. Well, you know what I did for you in that 92-year-old? The last bioethics I went to, I wrote... Uh, your, your questions, and I said this to the military personnel on the board, that, that we should not go through this for life. I mentioned a woman at 92 years old speaking on the radio and yeah. said this should not be done to people for their entire life. You know, you should at least stop at a certain point and allow people to, you know, get old and, and enjoy their last years, you know? 
Now, my only hope, and I'm, this is the last thing I'm going to say, is that I'm a born-again Christian. My only hope that when I do leave here, I'm going to go to that people say to a better place. I'm going to be, you know, a lot of people don't believe that, but I was raised with that belief, and I accepted it in my heart, and I believe that's what's going to happen with me. But, I mean, my, here, my life here on earth was given to me by God, not by them. I know. You know, it, it, it may be the next life is a good one. You know, I know it's going to be a good one, but I want to live this one that God gave me right here. The way I hear you. Lives. I'm with you. You know. No matter other, the only another human being who got some kind of power and some. When I'm saying power, they have uh, demonic spiritual power. They also have the uh, scientific um, information, and they've all got the outer space information, all that, you know, celestial, can't even say the word, you know, but that doesn't make them better than me, and I resent what they're doing to me, and I want it stopped. <laughs> That's my last word. <laughs> Bye. Amen. Or as Jonathan Marino said, from your lips to God's ears. <laughs> okay, Not can funny. I say something? <laughs> I just want to say something about melatonin. Can I say that real fast? Sure. Okay, good. Natrol melatonin, time release, five milligrams. Um, it, it, and it really does help. It really helps me stay asleep all night. And it's also got vitamin B6, which we also are deficient in if we're being hit with these frequencies. Okay? I just wanted to say that. And, and I also want to say, Peter, that's the most intelligent reason that I've heard so far as to why Guantanamo has not been shut down. Yeah. That makes total sense. That they're 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 using them, they're they're doing to them what they're doing to us and they don't want them to talk about it. They I just, mean, you know they should never have been there in the first place. No, nah, you know, when ninety percent of them are found to be innocent yeah. what were they doing? Exactly. Well you know? they were turned in by other people who got money for the for turning them in. Yeah, maybe they were speaking against corruption, you know. Yeah, yeah. maybe. It's hard to say. Right. You know, they're from all over the world. Yeah. Well, people got paid to turn them in, and uh, the prisoners during the war or the invasion of Iraq. Yeah, I mean, that whole rendition thing, grabbing somebody, blindfolding them, throwing them on a plane, bringing them to another country to be taught. I mean, mean, how twisted do we get? Horrific. And and when we're in their country, and they didn't really do anything to us, you know. I mean, we're there, and we're 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 putting them in prison. That makes no sense to me. I mean, con- consider this. You know, a lot of people think that, you know, this really blew up after nine one one. All the stuff they did to me practically was done before nine one one. Well, all right. So they they had this all going already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just the war gave them a great. There was a big excuse to take away a lot of rights. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Secret Act, exactly. And there were no weapons of mass destruction. And they no, used the they War Powers Act. So they went to war for false reasons, took away habeas corpus, posse comitatus, you know, set up Homeland Security, the Patriot Act, you know, and then Obama, I can't believe he signed NDA. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Whoa. The biggest, that, wasn't that, did that surprise you? Surprised me. Um, but also, do you know that Bush never actually declared war? The reason being, he didn't want the Geneva Convention to apply to what we were doing. I thought he did. I nope. thought he used the War Powers Act. Well, he—I don't know how he got around it, but he never actually came out 
and declared war. At least that's what I understood. Uh, I don't know. I don't and know. I that was so that he wouldn't be, you know, limited in his ability to do what he did. Yeah. Creepy. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that about the, about the melatonin. I take it religiously. I think it's great, and it does help. Yeah, I just started, so I'm glad you're, yeah. you're doing well with it. By the way, you can get it on Amazon. Um, it's really relatively inexpensive, but this Natrol does does um, advertise on Amazon, and you, it's you know real simple to get it there. What are you paying? Oh gosh, I I think I spend maybe seven dollars for a hundred. Yeah, yeah. You know, or less. I don't know. Mhm. But it's it's really quite helpful, especially the time release keeps you asleep all night. Yeah, I I paid ten dollars. I think I should be good for two thirds of a year. Yeah. I figure it's pretty cheap as far as things go. Yeah. Well, I don't just take one. I take a few of everything. Have you tried valerian root for sleep? Valer- no, I don't have a problem sleeping. Well, no. you know, when, when I don't sleep, it's because they make it so I don't sleep. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was enough that put me to sleep. They don't want me to sleep. I lay there perfectly awake and just, you know. Um, w- but also, w- we're also deficient in magnesium. Most actually, most everybody is, but those of us who get hit with the frequencies and the weapons are very deficient in magnesium, and magnesium also helps you sleep. Helps yeah, vi- vitamin D is what I've noticed on my blood tests. Is, you know, I'm borderline deficient, and I'm taking it. Yeah, good, good. I take everything I get my hands on that they say helps me. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just. We're not living the same lifestyle that we did. We're not out in the sun all day. If we if we were, then we wouldn't have the vitamin D problem, and if there weren't the frequencies, we wouldn't have the melatonin problem, and you know, so we can use our own minds to, you know, and research out there to to try to be healthier. Exactly, and there are a lot of um, um, bestemfhealth.com. dot com has a lot of, they talk about iodine is so important for us to take because of radiation and it helps protect us. And it helps protect us and it helps heal us after we've been hit with radiation. Um, but they go through a whole list. I, of, I don't know if this is considered the same radiation. Yeah, I know. Do you know? I, no, I no, I don't know for sure. Um, well, yeah, he, when this this best EMF help, he's, he's done an awful lot of research, the guy that has this site. Yeah. Um, I think it's the radiation we're getting hit with. Yeah, you know, I know that they know use they're... iodine, you know, for like yeah. Hiroshima, stuff like right. that. Right, right. And so, and that is particles going through your body, destroying right. DNA. Yeah. It's a different thing than we're dealing with. We're non-ionizing, so it's not stripping electrons or, okay. you know, but it is affecting our body. You know, in, in probably ways, a lot of it is just the messaging between cells and everything. Yeah. You know, from what Nick Begich talks about, and yeah. you know, so we're gonna, we're gonna probably have some deficiencies in things as our body tries to deal with it. Didn't you also say earlier something about uh, serotonin? We can buy serotonin. No, that was be- I was on a the, a drug that was killing me, and what it did was block serotonin and dopamine. Whoa! So you know, I didn't even know what they were doing, and I found out it was a human experiment. I spoke at Satchcom about it. Wow. Where they're, where they're gonna uh, attempting to revamp, you know, uh, informed consent, you know, for human experimentation. And, yeah. You know, let's face it, it human experimentation is just wrong. 
Yeah, yeah. especially if, they, if if we're not consenting to it. Um, but dopamine and serotonin are so important to your mood, to your to your synapses in your brain. You know. No, My this goodness. this is the zombie attack they talk about. They're going to drug <laughs> everyone at that. Mhm. You know. Yeah. Thanks for the information. This has really been informative tonight. No problem. That's about all I had to say <laughs> for now. Okay. Okay. Shelly, are you there? Shelly. So I don't know. Does anyone anyone else on have any questions? Yeah, I I I'm here in Arizona. This is uh, Flory, the cartoonist. Hi, Flory. I prefer to, um, uh, well, here in Arizona, we got slapped with smart meters, and I was lied to, and I was uh, electrocuted for four and a half years. So today marks the two-year anniversary of getting the analog meter back at a price. And I deradiated the house and the cat shelter, and I'm shielding myself, and I misplaced my silver net head net for a couple of weeks, and I almost forgot. I almost lost my memory temporarily just by not sleeping with it for about an hour every night. So I'm finding that with my Chinese herbologist, uh, I'm, I would rather not take something. I would rather uh, produce my own melatonin, and uh, he gives me the herbs to, that allows my body to rest at a lower frequency. I boil them fresh, the prescription, and... Uh, I'm able to sleep now because for four and a half years I couldn't sleep. And uh, I am producing my own melatonin. I do not think the uh, over-the-counter mass-produced pills are usually coated with magnesium stearate, which coats your stomach and prevents absorption. And there's no magnesium in it. It's actually chalk. With uh, Yeah, I mean, I mean, keep in mind, you heard what we were saying that. Our body's interpreting all these frequencies as sunlight. I know, but if I can produce my own melatonin naturally and get a good night's sleep with not taking something mass-produced that could have chemical coatings on it and and, and do it through my herbalist, who there is a quack in town, and he's not the quack. Yeah. I I prefer, I've been doing herbal medicine for uh, 14 years with two herbalists. The first one retired, I was his office manager, and he wanted me to learn Chinese, and I just never did. (laughs) I know how to say uh, healthy stomach pills and thank you. That's about it. (laughs) Uh, And add later, because usually there's some herbs you have to add before the last 10 minutes of the boiling. So, um, yeah, I really do. uh, I know the vitamin D, uh, colocalciferol is... uh, Bogus drug, uh, you can only get vitamin D from uh, some sunlight exposure. And the vitamin D3 that's in the milk and in the colocalciferol is actually a, a dumbing down agent. So I don't recommend over-the-counter anything, especially if it's mass-produced. My friend used to sharpen the holes of the big centrifugal vats uh, uh, that they would put the steric, uh, magnesium stearate as like an oil and push the chemicals and make the pill form. So uh, he saw them actually being coated. So uh, 
it coats your stomach. It also, bad cells stick to it on their way out. So it's also a carcinogen. So you don't want any uh, mass-produced pills that have magnesium stearate. Even some herbalists, American herbalists, take shortcuts, and half of their ready-made pills have magnesium stearate in it. So it's a very sad state. So uh, uh, shielding myself, I put rubber tires. I have only two breakers on, rubber tires stacked all over my property. I keep the frequency down, uh, playing soft music uh, at night for the cats. Uh, It's just been uh, enormously difficult with the advent of the focus meters are higher Ks than the smart meters. In December, they uh, deployed those, and I found out by accident so I had to actually, you know, shield myself by more stuff, more aluminum mesh, more rubber mats, hanging it around the shelter because it was just deafening. It has a 10-station a two-way radio, the new focus meters, and higher wattage. And uh, the 10-station radio, uh, they can hear you simultaneously on a microphone uh, receiving, and then it can transmit uh, two or three frequencies to target different organs simultaneously. Isn't that a great invention? So uh, I'm, I'm just trying to do it all without taking anything ready-made. I boil my own. Now I got um, went to the health food store. I got loose herbs. I got bark from Brazil. I got uh, hawthorn berries from Croatia. That's good for the heart and other things. I got licorice root from Egypt. And I'm making my own. I test it out on myself. I put a little spearmint uh, leaves in it. I put a little uh, dried uh, elderberries for my singing. And I, I boiled this. Uh, I made it very, very weak first just to test it out to make sure it wasn't, I wasn't doing anything weird. And, uh, and now I make it full strength, and it really saves me. And it gives me a really good night's sleep. That licorice root is divine. It's great for the digestive system. It normalizes everything. Yeah, so I, I should I should really look look more into what you're talking about. But where where are you? You're in Boston. Yeah, I'm near Boston. Well, look up herbalists, herbologists. If they take the pulses, the six pulses, three on each wrist, and uh, look at your tongue, do the Chinese tongue reading. It could be an American. It could be a Korean or whoever studied. TCM traditional Chinese 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 a solar community project, you know, if you put some solar panels on, you get, you know, you get credited for it. Um, what do you think about those things? I'll be honest with you. Inundated with calls because they changed the law. Here's what I think. You know, IBM, you know, I don't know if it was three years ago, they said in five years we'll be generating our, our own electricity in our own home. I have a feeling they're coming out with better solar panels soon. Hmm. I mean, there's so many innovations and solar panels really haven't gotten a lot better there's been there hasn't been a lot of great increases so i I have a feeling something's coming i think they're dumping what they have it's my guess right now i'll be honest it's just a guess okay Uh, 
So, you know, I know they've changed laws to make this, you know, so, so people will buy them. But, mm-hmm. but I also think, uh, I, I think improvements are coming. Thank you. Because I just got it. I thought I better ask somebody. So thank you for your opinion. I and and I'll, t- I'll tell you one I did read about was, you know, somewhere an offshoot out of MIT found there's some kind of laser that puts out like as much energy as the whole Earth or something in, in a, like a millisecond. And, and they hit these solar panels and they caused the glass to have this cone shape, you know, and they and it greatly increased their efficiency, including uh, they can now get power out of infrared, which they couldn't before. And so I, don't, I haven't heard these advancements, you know, actually come into your home yet. So that okay. that, that is where my head's at. I, I know I need to ask somebody. Thank you. <laughs> Let's get to okay. know. <laughs> Okay, um, I've unmuted a few people that had their hand up, so go ahead and, and jump in there. And uh, um, while we have Peter on the phone, go for it. I I just wanted to also mention, this is Beth again, um, about body movement, that we all need to be aware of what's going on with our bodies. And I do believe that they can actually, when you're in a vehicle, make you accelerate or decelerate and um, what they're doing is they're actually segmenting off the body so that you may be paying attention to one part of your body while they're doing something to the, to another part of your body. So just be aware of your full body. Yeah. You know what? If you could read Nick Begich's uh, uh, book, Controlling the Human Mind, just the first chapter, he gets into how, you know, the resonance vibrations of water, hormones, match up with the liquid crystals on our cells and our cells take in nourishment, get rid of waste, all this stuff, and how this these signals coming in are so so low that we can't measure them. But this is the power which our cells work at, and and so all kinds of things can be going wrong inside of us. You know, like the messaging's all wrong because of these signals. And uh, you know, this is why I say. We really need a superconducting device inside a shielded room to actually even pick up these signals and uh, maybe try to understand what they're doing. But they're pretty advanced. I, I look at it as what they're the way they're doing is through like your chakra points in your body, and what they're doing is they're targeting specific areas because those areas have are attached to uh, like one area may be attached to your feet. And then another to your knees, another to um, your middle section. And what they're doing is they're targeting a specific area purposely because they know that they can actually channel that piece of it um, to do body movement with it. And they may have you, um, what they're doing is you have both sides. You have one side channel, one side logical. And they have you thinking about the logical side while they're on the channel side. And they're actually doing the body movement on the channel yeah. side through chakra. I mean, we, we we feel a lot of things, but there's things that could, we could be they could be doing to us that we don't feel at all that they're really interested in. Uh, actually, Barry Trower talked about it: people being hired to point a specific frequency at us for our lifetime to see what effect it has on us and how we die. 
Right. So, you know, I do believe there's quite a bit of that going on. There's a lot of different frequencies. So, you know, and that woman who just spoke, and she's 77, the other one was 92. I think this is one of the reasons why we have people being targeted, you know, until the day they die. You know, I'll tell you this, I don't want them having my body when I do die. I don't want them to benefit from what they've done. Nope, that's why I'm getting cremated. (laughs) I'm done. Whoever wants to speak next. Shelly, are you there? Yes, I am. Uh, is there someone else would like yeah, to talk? Yeah, um, East Virginia. Hi, welcome. Hello, East Virginia. Hello, Northeast New York. Um. Yes. Hi. Um. Hi, Peter. Hello. Hi. Um. I'm a friend of Kate's, and I think we've talked before. Um, I am just getting these frequencies coming at me, and, um, you know, I I haven't... I'm not aware of being in any program, and I don't understand why I would be, but um, for the last several months, um, you know, my health has really been um, pounded at. And um, I recently had a diagnosis of uh, because I was the one who told the doctor and showed her the uh, my power company, you know, came in and took, took measurements. And then I looked at it and I realized, wow, they're above 2.5 milligrams, you know, in the house. And it's way under what the trifield reads, but still, it's you know significant. So. Now that I have my doctor, you know, I have on my chart the uh, electrosensitivity. I'm taking pills now for nausea, and it feels like there's this, like, beam, nice beam cutting at my head. Um, you know, I, I, you know, for not a lot of money, you could you could build a shielded room with screen, you know, and, and some, like, one-by-threes. Yeah. And ground it um, out. Yeah. You know, we we just built one not long ago out in Wisconsin. The girl had to move out, uh, you know, Lisa Becca. Yeah. But, uh, you know, cell phone didn't work inside it. Wi-Fi didn't work inside it. And the radio didn't work inside it. So it did enough to, to stop all them. Well, I wish. Um, I I was working, and I, I, I couldn't keep doing it because I, I would get, all of a sudden I'd get a few of something at my head, and then I would have to run to the bathroom. If I didn't, I would, you know, I would... Well, well, you know, I mean, this really does, you know, block all the transversal planar waves anyways. And, you know, you know, I think the screen was like 150 bucks, and I think the, the wood was, you know, probably 30 bucks or something. Uh, I mean, for not a, not a lot of money, you can build this. And and then the ground, you know, I don't know, you know, you you got a grounding pipe out there, but if you could put another one in for this, it'd probably be better, you know, with with a cable going to it. Are you talking about a Faraday cage? Yeah. Okay. If you're ever going to get down to Albany area, let me know. 
<laughs> I I I wouldn't, you know, I don't I don't know if I could do it. I mean, I, 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 I Are you northeastern uh New York? Yeah. Yeah. I I you do you get together with our group, New England group? Um I'd like to. I I don't have a vehicle right now, but um I'd I'd like to, yeah. I are, are you near the border of Mass? Um maybe well, I'm near Albany, so um not that far. Yeah, yeah, I might be able to help you. Uh you know do you know Kate? Yes. Oh yeah. All right then. You know, I mean, you know, maybe maybe we can come out and help you. Oh, that would be great. I'm on a I'm on a six floor apartment. You're on a six floor apartment? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you know, we might be able to make something little. I mean, the last one we made, you know, because the door is complex, mm-hmm. Lisa decided to just make a lightweight wooden frame mm-hmm. and just pick it up and step under it and oh. and go to sleep. Wow. And, you know, we, we had more work to do, but she had to move out of there. But, you know, I mean, we might be able to make you like a four four by four by eight or something. And you can lay down and go to sleep. And I mean, if you're having that much trouble, maybe it can, uh, you know. I I mean, could could, could you you swing something as cheap as that? Yeah. 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 Then, then then you know, talk to Kate. We'll make a point. I don't know. Maybe I can come for a, get some tools together and come for a weekend and make it. Oh, that'd be great. Please. I would do that for you. Oh, thanks. Okay. All right. I'll talk to Kate. Okay, great. Okay, great. Thanks. Okay. Hey, bye. Pete. Yep. Peter. James Lico again. Hi, James. Um, you were. Hi. You were explaining about your targeting, how it stopped, and I was listening very closely, and then, um, and then it got off the subject. But I, I wish you would go back to that, and, and I, I'd like to find because I was going to go and talk to the city council or, and write them a letter, or each one of them. I'm in a small town, and you know they're very accessible. They will talk to you. I I think I could make a, an appointment to meet probably each one of them. And the mayor. It's only 2,500 people in this town, and uh, so I could I could. So I, I wanted to find out what you thought about. Because I'm. No, getting, let, you know, let me put it this way. I'm here. I'm living here with my uh, fiance. We're living in a house, and we're getting really beat up and. You know she's um, uh, getting really beat up, and they were, they were maiming my arms. Yeah. Last week. Oh, and, and so that's kind of. Well, have, point, have you but. tried making the shielded room, James? Yes, I have shielding. I I put it. I have uh, I, ha- I have uh, sheet metal with neodymium magnets over it, and they can get through that with the ELF. No, 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 no. If, if you're gonna make shielding, and here's the best way I saw it described. It's like if you held a piece of plywood above your head, right, and you're outside mm-hmm. on a sunny day, would that stop you from seeing light? Light? Yeah. No. No, no. And so when you do shielding, you need to be completely enclosed. Mm-hmm. So if you really yeah. want to do shielding, and I was just telling that girl, for like, you know, under under 200 bucks, you can make a shielded room. Um, with what? With with screen oh. and like two by well one by threes or something even smaller. So you would use um, copper mesh or aluminum? Oh, aluminum. We use aluminum and and you know you, do you know what transverse and planar waves are, as opposed to compression waves and scalar and all that. Oh, you know, I, longitudinal. I, 
Well, you, you want to tell me? I'm, well, I'm all right. All right. Well, transverse and planar waves, they have uh, the electrical field is 90 degrees off from the magnetic field. So you'll see okay. one wave is up and down, the other is left to right. That, that's okay. basically it. Uh, a compression wave is more like a slinky, and it penetrates everything. All right, so, but radio, cell phone, Wi-Fi, they're all transverse and planar waves. And mm-hmm. so we're finding, it, you know, there's a YouTube video on a guy built one over a bed, and he shows open the door, everything plays, shut it, and it doesn't. Uh, you know, so I'm just thinking it's not a lot of money. It's not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you finish recording, you may. Yeah, I don't know what that is. But, you know, I, I would say consider that. And if you do go in front of your counselor, I would do it with with other people. Yeah, in other words, you know. If you do go with what? If you do go to the Well, in other words, they get the DSM-5. Anyone who talks about stalking or electronic weapons is mentally ill. Oh, You know, I they see. put that well, in the DSM-5. Uh so, you know, when you do anything, you do things in groups, you know, right. and, and, you know, a lot of people are talking to their, their counsel now, though. You know, I'll be honest with you. I mean, you know, I know, you know, Lisa Becker has done this. I, and I know we went to the safety committee in her town, talked about it. Somebody from the safety committee actually looked it all up and then went and spoke in front of their town council. Uh, in Richmond, they're doing it. Uh, it's just better to do it in a group. Well, what, yeah. about, what if my fiancé came with me? That's two. You know, it's not a... That's a two. I would see if you can get more. I, I would, you know, she's really hurting. You know, for the small amount of money, I would I would try this room. I really would. Uh-huh. You know, and yeah. I think Lisa's idea, just picking up one end and stepping under it, was very good. Also put some screen on the on the bottom. We all, You know, the screen's on the inside and outside of the wall. Double, you know? Uh-huh. And... and we didn't ground her as yet, and she could feel the static electricity building up. And so the next mm-hmm. next thing would have been grounding, you know, and then there's also Teflon coating. There are other things we can do, but I mean, you can basically block a lot of the, a lot of the signals that you're getting hit with. Uh, when that woman says she's, you know, electrical sensitive, we can certainly block quite a bit of it. You know, I'm not saying we can... Even ELF? No, no, we can't. You know that. They stopped the ELF, though. Do you know that, James? And they're going to VLF? No. You know that? ELF was up in uh, Clam Lake, Wisconsin, over to the upper UP in Michigan. And they stopped Uh running that. What they've gone to now is VLF antenna arrays, and they're actually putting a signal on the Schumann residence. Oh. Very hard to to stop. Okay. You know, but there are people. I think I, that's all they're giving me right now. That's all I get is. What, what, you know, I don't have V2K. You don't have, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying for you, for your your girlfriend or wife, whatever it was, you said. Uh, you know, I don't know what she's getting, but I mean, we could stop the the regular electrical frequencies. You know, also your house current is hitting you. Uh, I got this little. I got an oscilloscope, and I went on a YouTube look at YouTube videos how to test it, and it said grab the two leads and you'll see sixty cycles of your body working as an antenna, picking up your house uh-huh. current. So uh-huh. we're being we're being slammed with all kinds of frequencies and electrical current and everything, and 
and this this room will do a lot to block a lot of it out. Okay. Have you ever heard of those whole house plugs that um, Kyle Ti was talking about? What, which the the ones that test whether you're grounded right in your house? No, he said you could buy it's Altera whole house plugs, and you plug them into the sixty cycle, and somehow it does something to neutralize that. Uh, the trouble is, it's coming from the wires in your wall. Yeah, and somehow not, not just it. not just the outlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another way. Yeah. I don't know. Tesla plug, he says to plug multiple ones in. I, I just don't think that blocks it. In, in other no. words, the, the electricity is radiating right out through your wires in your mm-hmm. wall. Now, you probably you know for, for it to. For it to be radiating is probably going to a light or going to something that's running. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I mean, I'm just saying. I I think this is a simple, simple thing for people to do to to try to lessen it. I mean, Dwight talks a lot about putting a ground wire in, and then just grounding your body. Uh, Kate, who was on with me earlier, says she's been red herself, and that she's so you know so many gauss. And put puts okay, this baby. wire on her, and it drops right down. Okay. Uh, so that right. that's that, that, a simple thing to do. I just pounded in a ten foot pipe for the the other day. Okay, I'm gonna try that. We've got multiple grounding points, but uh, I do want to find out more about how how you got rid of your whole targeting. Mm-hmm. And, I, uh, I didn't get rid of my whole targeting. In mm-hmm. fact, there was a point in my targeting where it stopped for two years. Wow. You know, they definitely wouldn't let me go if I let it go, and I didn't let it go. They they definitely won't let it go? No. In other words, they stopped V2K for two years. Wow. Okay. You know, and but it came back because I stayed on the groups and kept researching. And it's hard to not support the people going through what you went through. Yeah, they probably want you to not saying anything and uh what about the what about the physical pain of, of the, the you know the um the you know in uh, the beginning it, it was so much worse than it, than it is now i mean part mm-hmm. of it is i mean the v2k was difficult to deal with cuz i wasn't used to it and mm-hmm. and now i now i am uh, but there were also, I mean, I got, they tested a lot of weapons, heat attacks, Medusa attacks, uh, for suicide, mock execution, on and on and on. You know, they really went ballistic on me for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And so maybe they feel I, you know, should get a break. I don't know. I don't know. I wish I could get a break. Uh, but, but if we went, if we went, uh, me and my, uh, fiance went, don't you think that they would not put us in in the thing, in you know, in the hospital or anything? Well, I'm because... just saying it's better to do it with as many people as you can. But you know, if you and your fiance want to talk about it, uh, if you reference other people's work on the internet, uh-huh. you know, and maybe weapons, you know, if, if you were to show, for instance, the Army's definition of V2K and what they're doing. And just get up there and give a talk about it. There's a lot of ways you could do this, but certainly bringing attention to it is one of the worst things for them. You know what I mean? And they yeah, may well they may it, well c- 
cut back just to keep you from, you know, mm-hmm. going around talking about it, you know. And when you talk at the council, you're also on TV. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So a load of people are seeing this. And, and honestly, this has to come out if it's going to stop. So, you know, I could put it on either YouTube or Twitter have streaming feeds that go global. And that would, I don't think they'd like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, yours is a little town. Mine was big. All I know is, you know, at the first meeting, they they tried to do things to make me not come back. But, you know, it, my targeting didn't go down, and I didn't like what they did. So I was back. I was going to go yeah. back to every friggin' meeting coming, you know. And then it, it lightened up, and I thought, I'm willing to walk away at this, you know, at this point. Yeah. If they keep it down, you know, in the recent years, it's it's increased the hostility and frequency of the V2K. Yeah, actually, that's why I'm on talking, (laughs) you uh know, because they, uh, uh, I don't like it. Yeah, well, I've got a website, jameslico.com, and it's, I think it's pretty good. I think they, I think they hate it, and I've got where Amy Gutman has committed perjury and. you know, basically, she's perjured herself and lied about the whole targeting, even to the president. The whole report is is perjury because she lied. Uh, you know, and I think the said, president knows all about this. I, I've um, been to probably more bioethics than anyone. Uh, but you know, yeah, you know, but these guys, these universities that have bioethics degree programs, they're all they're all a farce because they're like telling you know talking to her like she really means something. Well, you want to know something? I was at one not long ago, and it was at the University of Pennsylvania, and the guest was saying, we need public participation. I was watching another one, and it was the same thing. And he was speaking about, there used to be another bioethics, and I forget the name, it was a little different. And he says, you know, we tried to be hard-hitting to make changes, and then we were shut down. He says, and they started this one. And he says, I still yeah. believe positive change can happen, but we need public participation. Now, of course, yeah, we went definitely. to the last one. They wouldn't let us speak. We wrote questions, and they didn't answer them. So they're doing okay. everything so that we don't go. But be honest, the other bioethicists are saying, please show up. Yes, that's what I think. I think they told you not to come because they don't want to deal with you, but we can really go. Oh, we of course can we can go. Saying, yeah, we, would just, is, we would just say satcom. They can't tell you what to say. No, we, and, we can, and they actually get came, a lawyer. No, they came up to Kala, and, and they said, you know, uh, we really can't help you. You should really contact the CIA and the military. And she said, oh, no, right. no, right. We're, we're, we'll be back, you know. Yeah, you, you know, have to enforce your rights because otherwise they'll just take them away because they think, because they, think they snowed you. You know, we had a load of people say, oh, we think we're done with the, the bioethics. I think there should be people at every damn meeting to remind them that we're out there yeah. and we're being tortured, it's that we're being experimented on. You know, and I just, yeah. I don't know, just a couple months ago I spoke at the SATCHCOM about, there was an experiment at a Michigan University, and there was a Carl, I can't think of his last name, in either case, it was a bioethicist exposed 
you know, horrible human testing there. It's a Seroquel, the same drug I was, I was drugged with, how they got prisoners and all this stuff. And the prisoners mm-hmm. put the Seroquel in everyone's cereal. And it, the whole thing is a, a friggin' joke. And then, they, you know, they were trying to fire this guy for exposing it. And his colleagues stood up for him. And then they mm-hmm. ended up shutting down all the, you know, experimentation they were doing. Yeah, now, that's these, what you, usually happens. And you know what I mean? Gets, nobody goes to jail. There's no no reprimand. No, I hear you, yeah. but I mean, yeah, at least the colleagues are supporting him. It's out there. So at the Satchcom meeting, you know, I mean, I should be on the video there. I mentioned, you know him. They all nodded, you know. And mm-hmm. I said, you know, pretty sad what they're doing. Can you do something to stop that? And they just sat there. And I said, yeah, pretty sad, you know. But, I mean, mm-hmm. if if we don't go, if we don't speak up, it's easier to have this continue, you know, if no one shows up. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it eats at their conscience and their heart, you know, if we show up and and they're covering it up. Yes, that's right. It does. And uh, they, they just came out with an answer to the president's question about is this still happening now? And they said, no, it's not happening now. And and uh, we think that the, the laws are sufficient to protect people, you know, and they're they're just, that's a lie. Well, you know, we should show up with a few hundred yeah, of us to the next one. You know, going to it saying, is this still going on? You go in there saying, this is going on, and here's the documentation to prove it is still going on. No, but they're not even letting us speak anymore. At this point, yeah. we go with 300 people, and we get a, uh, we we pick it outside the meeting. But you see, you can, can't we can't we um, file a legal thing that uh, says yes, we can go and we can do this? Yeah, you because know, they, they're constantly form. saying that they have no real authority. You know, yada, yada, yada. But the fact that they actually said that and it's a lie, you know, after all the testimony and stuff that we've showed them. uh, It's not legal authority. They have the authority to advise the president. They said to the president, there's nothing wrong. The laws are sufficient. You you know, everything is fine. If we we had money, we should sue them. But I, I don't know the legal ramifications, really. I don't either. You know, but I, I do know that we could show up, you know, with signs at the next meeting and 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 say, you know, this panel lied saying there's no experimentation. And I am a human test subject. And, I would know, love to go. I mean, I, I, found it, I found it in my records. And she references uh, an exp- a study on Seroquel. Uh, you, know, mm-hmm. you know what I someone just mentioned to me not long ago was to get a drug approved they need two positive tests. It, it doesn't matter that they got 50 that were bad, you know, and there's something wrong with that right there. You know, there's another guy who was from Sweden, and I guess he got Paxil approved, and he says, do you know how I did it? I paid off the politicians. So we, we got mm-hmm. some serious problems. Yeah, really serious. Oh, man. But, you know, you can try the grounding. You know, especially if you're reading High Gauss and that, uh, you could try the shielded room if you know you want to go further. You know, okay. you could even try using like a coaxial wire as a ground and ground your ground. <laughs> you know, get yeah, a signal yeah, coming in that. I have a bunk bed where I've put. Well, I haven't nailed them on or, or fixed them, but they're 
panels are all around the bunk bed, on top, on bottom, every side. It does, you know, if you've got even a crack in the shielded yeah. room, it, it blows it. So yeah. it's, it's got to be completely enclosed. But they're killing me with the, um, well, you say VLF. That's very low frequency. So that's 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 not as low as extremely low, right? That's yeah, higher. in fact, you know, you know what you can do? You can go look up uh, ELF Wikipedia, and, yeah. and you can read about it, you know, and it says how much power goes in, how does above the ground, you know, line that goes over, and then the return line is through the ground, and they build these on non-conductive rocks. So just like the skin layer of a wire, the signal now has to go deeper to make it back, and that way it goes around the world and goes deeper in the ocean and everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the VLF antenna arrays are also being built on non-conductive rock. And this is how this gets to be penetrating to go deep into the ground. Uh, you know, for all we know, the signal signals we're being hit at are coming up through the ground. You know, here we're grounding. You know, we are taking some things out, but a signal could be coming in. I mean, until yeah, we can make a, a super cool parametric amplifier and detect these extremely weak signals, we're, we're not going to be really addressing them. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what Colonel Tom Bearden talks about this. And, mm-hmm. then, and then I've got to verify it elsewhere. That... uh. You know, they're extremely weak signals. In fact, when I was reading with Robert O. Becker's book, uh, The Body Electric, uh, they were talking about bone healing and, and the electronics of all of this. And in, yeah. in one experiment, they, they were breaking frogs' legs and getting them to heal. And they were putting current, and they were putting too much current and killing cells. Finally, they got it to work by going to the lowest, lowest, lowest that they could do. And then they even found out later, by putting no current, the natural current flowing through things was able to cause the process to happen. So we're we're talking, our body works on such low current. uh, The physicist Kueku was saying that, you know, if you took the human mind, just the human mind, right, and you wanted to recreate it with silicon chips, it would be the size of a city block. You need a river to run through to cool it, and you'd need a nuclear power plant to power it. We do it on 20 watts. Run mm-hmm. our, our brain runs. Yeah. You know everything in us is extremely low powered. You know, and so we're looking for more powerful signals. You know that run machines and radios and TVs, but really we run on extremely low low power levels. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently VLF is three kilohertz to 30 kilohertz. Yeah. I mean, even when they ran the ELF, all the power they put into it, it the the signal sent around the world uh, was only 3 watts. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, but a very penetrating 3 watts. Uh, I'm sure the same is going on with the VLF. You know, but but if you read the ELF thing on Wikipedia, you get to the bottom with the VLF, I don't know if I jumped off on a hyperlink, but it said uh, it said due to advancements in physics, they they now have shut down the ELF, and they went to VLF, and they able to put the VLF signal on a naturally occurring signal generated by lightning strikes. That would be the Schumann, and hmm. and that uh, 
it's you know it, it, it's it's what would you call it? It's its wavelength is the diameter of the Earth, which is very penetrating. You know, I don't know that we're ever going to stop something like that. To be honest. But I think that's what V2K is on. Only somebody with um, unlimited funding can, you know, put out that kind of... uh, You know, all the the countries all around the world are now putting up these VLF antenna arrays. Oh, I see. So they're all doing it. But but they have our DNA, and that's what's, I think, causing... Well, you know know the frequency your DNA communicates at? Yeah, 2.4 gigahertz. No, it communicates at 7.83, the Schumann resonance. Oh, there's that. But, yeah, did you did you know that the microwave oven, and, is it 2.4 gigahertz? And that's the 2.45, yeah, same as your Wi-Fi. And did you know that the um, Wi-Fi, at least one band of it, is 2.4 or 2.5 gigahertz? gigahertz? That's what I was just saying, yeah. And they they react very well with water. I mean, that's why your microwave is 2.45 gigahertz. Well, I was was listening to somebody, Dr. Mile, Constantine Mile in uh, Germany. He's doing work on the Tesla, and he says that it's the frequency that which they cook meat. You know, meat gets yeah, yeah. Water water does get hot, but if you put if you put like bacon in there, it gets super hot very quickly because it's DNA that they're that they're. No, but I'd like to say again, the DNA frequency is the same as the Schumann. I was just reading this not long ago. I know, and and, and, and some scientists try to say it's coincidence, and others are saying no, it, it, it's because our DNA is communicating on the Schumann resonance. Yeah, I mean, I had to jump chime in here because um, I, I, I shared with the group, I was on a plane, I don't know, about a month ago, and I sat next to this guy. It turned out he was a, a multi-clearance security head, all these uh, classified clearances. And uh, we started talking, and uh, and he I started to, somehow I brought up um, DARPA and general dynamics and, and uh, that he was going to Spokane and, and he says I go oh yeah what are you doing to do in Spokane he says oh I'm going to train the forestry to track criminals and uh, terrorists and I said oh really and how, how do you guys track that how do you do that through their DNA and I said oh and how do you do that through frequency and he shut up but you know I started talking about DARPA, and then I talked about General Dynamics. He goes, oh, I just left General Dynamics. So, yeah, absolutely. This is, I really believe, uh, he probably said too much. Probably got in trouble if he is not that. General Dynamics has the Air Force contract to test directed energy weapons. Well, he would just come from uh, General Dynamics, and now he's training the forestry uh, to track terrorists and criminals through DNA, and that's exactly what uh, Peter's talking about. Uh, and mm-hmm. I, and what better way to do it? Do the human residences frequency? You know that that makes perfect sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean they they're not putting up all these VLF antennas all over the world because mm-hmm. because it isn't a good thing for them, you know. So what do the VLF antennas look like? Uh well, here here's an interesting thing. Is you know is Dr. Persinger and, and others are talking about no more secrets. Everything's, you know, on the magnetic field lines of the Earth. Uh, you know, Dwight 
started looking into magnetic fields, and I, I was glad to hear him talking about it. Uh, there's also, uh, uh, what's his name, Tyson DeGrasse, Neil Tyson DeGrasse, another physicist. He had a show on No More Secrets. Same thing. What if everything ever known was on the magnetic field lines of the Earth? All magnetic fields interact and are connected. Largest thing in the universe is all the magnetic fields connected. So they might be able to reach out and get information throughout the universe. And so these these VLF antennas, unlike the ELF I described with like telephone poles and wires and then the return, these are straight up in the air. They're 600 feet high. And what they are is they're perpendicular to the magnetic field lines that I think go from north to south. And they're perpendicular to electrical field lines, which are in Dr. Becker's book I read just the other day, come and think of it, uh, going around around the Earth at latitudes. So right. is, that the, um, is that HARP? Are those the same type no, of No, 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 no. In other words, do you know, oh. the, right, do you know the right-hand rule? Uh, if you've got current going through a wire, right, the, uh, and, and your thumb goes in the direction of the current of the wire, well, your finger's going around, the why it would be the magnetic field. All right, so what happens is is the magnetic field is 90 degrees to the electric field. All right, so you get the magnetic field coming from north to south pole. 90 degrees to that, you've got uh, the electric field lines going around the earth at the latitudes. And so these antennas come up, and, and they're 90 degrees to both of them, and they're tapping into the Schumann resonance and probably tapping into them as well. So what do they look like? Do they look like, so they look like, what, mirrors? Are they big rectangular? Are they little no, Well, so they, they're, they... they're 600 feet high. They mm -hmm. go into the ground. They return us to the ground. They're on low-conducting rock, same as the ELF, so, so they're penetrating deep into the earth. Uh, but they're extremely high, so it's like a, the big tallest circuit tent you ever seen because they loop wires between them. I don't know if it's for strength or it's connecting them electrically. But so you can the go. Barrels? You, that barrels that you see on the well, well, go, go, go on. No, these straight yes. up uh, poles, you know, and the wire is going straight up. The antenna is going straight up, 600 feet. If you go look up on your computer, uh, VLF antenna arrays. You'll see them. Okay. Yeah. So this is what they're doing. You know, this is how they're communicating with submarines now. And it's not going quite as deep into the ocean, but it's deep enough for the submarines to raise an antenna and communicate. Yeah. So. Hey, um, Peter, I wanted to ask you something. Uh, I've, I've been plagued by this. It's um, I'm getting boils on my in various places, and they can raise these boils with the energy weapon that they're using. I can feel it, and they're also torturing me with them, and they're they're attaching to them like uh, like they're following me with the weapon. And I, you know, it hurts a lot. I I've been given black eyes. Uh, um, they they attach to it and heat it up, and it goes it goes like on, and then it gets hot, and then it hurts a lot, and then They'll turn it off for about 30 seconds, and then they'll turn it back on. And they'll follow me around, like driving in the car. They can, you know, keep that weapon on there and create new ones. Like they got mad at me and created one right in the in the bridge of my nose where, where my, you know, the bridge goes to your lip. 
right there in that little spot. They created one right there because they were mad at me. And uh, I, you know, I hope you believe me because I'm, I'm really, I really know what I'm talking about there because it, that I can feel it. You know, it's I can feel when they're doing this, and I can, and I, I just got like three or four today, just just today, and I have pictures to prove it on my website, jamesleco.com. So, I mean, uh, keep in mind when I, when when we're talking about the skin depth, you know, of ELF or VLF. You know, it goes for the earth, it goes for wires. I mean, if you run a copper wire, the electrons are only running the very skin. On your body... Yeah, the skin effect, that's right. On your body, the electricity is running on your skin. You've got sweat, salt water. You know what I'm saying? It's your Mm -hmm. skin that is extremely conductive. So, you know, I mean, ground yourself out. If that doesn't work well, make the room for cheap. Yeah, but this is the if no, if if it's VLF, I think VLF is, is subliminal and V2K, you know, and I don't I I don't know how to stop that. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, you know. I, so I, what I'm saying is, what you're dealing with could be the electric just on the surface of your body. Yeah, you're, you're have, getting these boils uh, on the surface of your body. You know, I, I I would try. You know, I'll be honest. You know, you just I wouldn't use the house currents. You know, grounding rod, pound the new one in, and you know. Oh, really? Be... That's a good idea. Well, because no, a lot of houses they grounded things off to your damn water pipes and everything, and and it ends up on your ground. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So, so you know what what they say in most books is, you know, there's a ground and there's a ground. You you want a dedicated ground? I think is what they call it. You know, go pound a rod in, and and I'll be honest, it wasn't that hard. You know what I did the other day, and right. uh. You know, it's ten foot copper clad, and I don't, it's not it's not solid copper, so it's not a ton of money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's copper clad because, like again, the electrons run on the skin, so put the mm-hmm. copper on the skin, and then you know yeah. it's got a little clamp with a wire. Put it on it, ground yourself out. You know, and then again, the room will stop a lot more. Mhm. You know. Okay. But I mean, it's your skin right. that is the conductive part. The, the, you know, of course, your whole body salt water, but you know. Okay, you, you know, I'm, I I know, I know that there's a a very thin beam that they're using, and it's you know not high power. It's pretty low, but it has the ability to get down there. And what I think they're doing is um, making um, like an environment that this thing, these uh, bacteria, can grow in probably anaerobically without air and um and probably you know a little electrified maybe the heats the skin up i i don't know i'm just i mean it could be hitting, you know it, it could it could be the current coming off the wires in your house that i just you know oh, oh, i mean if you had an oscilloscope if you had an oscilloscope you grab the two probes like i said you'd see the house mm-hmm. current running through your body everything around yeah, you is running through your body that, that's that's one of the problems that we're all dealing with. Different people are having different effects from it. Yeah. yeah. No, but well, they, can... they do these things one at a time, and I swear, it's it's like they're holding it on there and they're creating an environment. I can feel the current changing, and then when they, you know, after a while, it just hurts. It hurts yeah. like a like a boil. Yeah. And they're I swear they're following me around with these things. They they lock onto it and it, the one that they that I've got several 
and they use one of them, and that one is very hard, extremely hard, and it doesn't heal for oh, probably a month, and the other ones have healed already. This is very strange, and this is a, you know, uh, it's some kind of weird, say, you know, I don't want to say satanic. It's really, uh, it's just weird. It's just I, weird. And I think yeah. they're using it for for strange things, like well, um, maybe, um, um, you know, biological to hurt us biologically, like like with these infections. You know, they had the like the Tuskegee uh, syphilis experiment. What was that for? It was it was syphilis over a long period of time, slow kill, I think. And, and you know, them creating these infections in me all the time. You know, what, what did I what did I read? There was an there was an experiment where they had people drinking or being injected with uh what what is that sheep disease? Oh god, they make it into a weapon. Oh, um, and mouth disease? Oh no, what is it called? It's uh I don't know. Is anyone on the call they they know what I'm talking about? Uh there's a a weaponized and I, I think it's cheap for some reason. In, in either case, they survived being injected and everything more than they did having it put on them as a powder on their skin. Oh, anthrax. Mm-hmm. Remember the anthrax was being yeah, sent yeah. around in lettuce? You know, I mean, you might be dealing with some kind of thing like that as well. Well, at one time, at one time it was MRSA. Methicillin-resistant um, something. You know, but one of the things, too, though, is to have your body be healthy, your immune system be strong. You know, that's why we're talking about vitamins. You know, if you can exercise, you can get out. Yeah, vitamin C helps And and if you can ground yourself out, I mean, you know, these frequencies are weakening our immune system as well. Right. I'm going to go and get one of those grounding rods, like you said. Yeah, and consider, consider that melatonin, too. Uh, yeah. Women getting breast cancer. I mean, normally cancer is a, a sign of our, our immune system weakening. What's the melatonin going to do? Is that yeah. something to do with no, the immune system? The, the, the frequencies hitting us are telling our body that nighttime isn't here. Oh. You know, we're, we're, we're perceiving the RF and the microwave as daylight. And so mm-hmm. our body's not producing the melatonin. Hmm. All right. I'll have to check that out. It's yeah, very, cheap. it's very cheap. It's like yeah, you know, four dollars for a bottle. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So I, I would try those things, and then you know, if you got to go further, the room is not that expensive. Yeah. You know, a uh, little, a little room for the two of you to lay down. You know? Yeah. It, it, it wouldn't be that expensive, and and you know, we're work, mm-hmm. we're, we're working. You know, build a room, ground it. You know, there's things like using Teflon. Uh, the 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 rooms that the the military makes for the battlefield, they're rounding mm-hmm. all the corners. And I began to learn that, you know, electricity builds up on the points, even from oh. women touching fences to towers, where they're getting damage to their fingers because their fingers are thinner and smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you can put a spoon in the microwave, but not a fork, because the fork has tines where the electricity builds up. And if it oh, shuts to the wall, what? Very good. Very good. Yeah, there's a lot of information uh, all over. But Hi, this you... is Melinda. Can I butt in for one second for James? Sure. Um, okay, I have in front of me DrMercola.com. The, the newsletter is called Low Dose 
maltrexone and dietary changes for the treatment of autoimmune diseases. Um, it might be worth it to read his uh, his explanation uh, to help build your immune system. It is a prescription drug, but not not narcotic. In fact, it's non-narcotic naltrexone, mm-hmm. and it might start boosting your resistance to if indeed they're giving you bacteria. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes me so sad to listen to you and, and these others. It gets to me really mm-hmm. sometimes. But anyway, let's see. Um, I, he sent this. Uh, trying to think of the date. I get it an email every morning. Um, just, just a minute. Okay. Gosh, I hate Gmail. I, I just don't function with it well. One second. You know, one of the, one thing I'm noticing is that these people need to have you afraid, like scared out of your wits, afraid. And, yeah. and afraid of them. And if you're not, they they freak out. They don't know what to do. It's it's a total that you know you're not you're not because you know they're you're not complying. You're you're calling them names, and I I really don't I really hate to do that. And I I think it's not good. So I'm I'm probably going to stop. No, I am going to stop because it's it really well, is I think bad. You have it's to let out a little anger. anger. I think it's healthy to let out a little anger. But anger is not necessarily fear, you know. No, I, I would say ignore them. Just, you know, you're better to just ignore them. You know, yeah. nothing to well, respond to, nothing not to deal with. So, that, so if you don't, if you don't say anything, they will do more to you to get you to say something. Well, you know, you know the, where they stopped the V2K for two years. I want a yeah. year not responding in any way. Well, so okay. before yeah. that, yeah. so. Maybe they were just getting tired of no response. The way I looked at it is it makes the most boring, stupid, friggin' surveillance ever. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it would be boring. But then they then they up it, and they um, still do really strange things. I had somebody – oh, yeah, so I, I don't – anyway, I don't get afraid. But um, I had somebody last – let's see, two months ago crash into me while I was driving, and I was lining up for a turn on my street – I had only gone gone about three four hundred feet on the road I was on, and they crashed into the side of me. And they told me that I had gone across the center line into the oncoming lane of traffic, and that he had to avoid me. And and this guy comes up and said, and he hit. He came complete with witness. Yeah, that's what they do. Exactly. Yeah, they wouldn't believe my fiance because they said she was. Um, prejudiced, you know. Well, what would his uh, partner be? I mean, what is this, you know? Well, he wasn't a partner. He was, like, supposedly a total stranger who's just stopped and said, he comes up and he starts going, I saw the whole thing. I saw the whole thing. Yeah. (laughs) Really? No, this is is what they got. You get most their names and numbers. You've got two perps. You've got two perps, names and numbers. So, you know, it's a tournament. Anyway, I got this July 2nd, so that was uh, Dr. Mercola's newsletter sent out July oh, okay. 2nd. All right. This is the non-sexual exposure is the number one risk factor for AIDS, and that's opiate usage. They're finding out that addicts mm-hmm. get AIDS much easier, so this doctor discovered a way to stop that, but I think this would help you 
because oh, yeah, it's, a, right. it's an immune system builder. So if you can get a copy of that, I will mark this here. I'll start. So if you can't find it or can't get it, I'll I'll have it start. Oh, oh, all right. I thought you were going to send it to me, but I, I oh yeah, it. I can I can try to forward this. Yeah. Uh, Is it okay. electronic? Yeah. No. I've yeah. No. Let me do that right now. Okay. That's it for me. I'm sorry to interrupt. Okay. Thank you, Melinda, very much. You're welcome, James. Let me see what I can do. All right. James, thank you for for sharing that about an accident. I've more people lately have been just pulling right out in front of me where I have to slam on my brakes. That's really, been happening. Yeah. yeah, that's been happening for about I would say a week, you know, and and coming close to the center line when they're coming the other way, and it almost oh feels God, like they're trying yeah. to scare me, you know. Just it's bizarre. Well, this guy crashed into my car yeah. from the opposite coming yeah. the opposite way. I was not over the center line. Yeah, yeah. But well, keep, keep in mind, the story was just out about our diplomats being harassed by the Russians when they're moving the furniture around and all this creepy stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know if it could help you in court, you know, but to say that, look, you know, there there are a thousand people here going through this same kind of stuff. There are probably other TIs who have had the same thing happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, yeah, I know. They're, they're and I've got Russians in my building. The boat has landed. What can I tell you? I mean, they're below mm-hmm. me. They're beside me. They're on the other side of me. Oh, hello. I'm Nina. Don't speak English. Oh, hi, Nina. I'm just off the boat. Are you there? Well, I, I'm getting tired here. <laughs> okay. So You've been working hard. You've been working very hard. Thank you for what you've done. Okay. Yes, thank, thank you, you. everyone. Nice. Have a good night. Thank you, Peter, so much, and get a good sleep. I will. Right. Take care, everyone. Good night, Peter. Bye-bye. 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 Hello? Hello? Oh, gosh. Uh, is that you, Ella? No. This is oh, Linda. Sorry. Oh, hi, Linda. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, Ella, well, I didn't go ahead, you guys. But Ella has an announcement about Dave Voice, and I'd like her to come in and and know when you guys are finished. It's kind of important because he he's uh, oh, go right ahead. I mean, I think is everybody yeah. done? Well, no, let's see here. Um, Peter's out. He, Peter took off. He's gone. Okay, let's see. Ella, where are you? At? Oregon. Hello. All right, here we go. Ella. Hi, Ella. Hi. 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 Hi, hi. So um, I don't know if Angela's still on the line as well. Um, I just wanted to give you guys a little update about Dave. Um, he's doing okay. just want to know he's still progressing. He's still in Indiana, and he's um, heading towards Vernon. And, um, you know, there's definitely – we're really, really trying to um, team him up with some people and have, like, a caravan. And I have found a woman, and I don't know if she's still on the line. Um, Angela, are you still there? I don't know if she piped in or not. Maybe not. Um, anyways, um, so she is interested in going to um, meet with Dave and follow behind him because um, it just seems to be the best thing to do because that way he doesn't have to carry as much and he can lighten his load and therefore maybe protect his back a little bit more um, without all this extra added weight. And then, um, you know, for various reasons, and I think it will be beneficial to have someone following him. Um, and, you know, for health and safety reasons, I think it's really, really important. And um, 
the only thing is she does need a little bit of a little bit of um, financial aid because she won't be working, um, and she'll be with him for maybe two weeks to a month. And she's about the only person I can find that is close to his vicinity right now. And um, he definitely um, likes the idea now of having someone close by, especially with the state that he's in with his sciatica acting up. Um, so unless you guys know of any people, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Dave acting up, and somebody yeah, and um, someone sent an ambulance or something to do a checkup on him, and um, I don't know who that was, but he did say somebody from the call sent an ambulance to his campsite, um, and he just you know they did a checkup on him, and you know they concluded he was fine. Um, but it has been hit or miss. Like, I don't know who else has been speaking with him, but one day he'll be okay and seeming, um, you know, he you know he starts the journey out in the day and he seems to be doing okay. And then um, the next day is really, really sore. Um, it's just a lot of weight he has to carry. So I love this idea of pairing him up with a person, another TI or whoever wants to caravan behind him. Um, and so I have, um, she has a... Um, uh, an account as well, and if she could just, if we could just pull together maybe a hundred bucks, she can take off. She can, um, you know, get someone like I said to cover her shifts, and um, she just needs a little bit of money for gas and some things like that. Um, so she set up a PayPal account. But the other thing I thought of is that if you guys just log on to um, Dave's GoFundMe page and just in the notes say for Angela, you know, and then you know we could do it that way as well. Um, you know, it won't take, you know, maybe just a few of us giving 20, 25 bucks and she was going to send her on her way. Um, and of course, David can always use a little additional help. He's had to spend a little more time in hotels than he was anticipating due to his, you know, his back. So, um, and I have both those PayPal accounts, or you can always go to Dave's uh, Facebook page and you'll find the GoFundMe link, and that's one way to do it. Um, but I will, let me get to my note here. Um, if people are ready, um, um, for Dave, his um, Yahoo account, which is linked to the PayPal account, is D is in David, T is in Tom, B is in Victor or Voight, uh, 9796 at yahoo.com. And I'll repeat it again. It's D is in David, T is in Tom, B is in Voight, 9796 at yahoo.com. And Angela, and she's um, a upstanding person. I can vouch for her. She's a great lady. She's very honest and fair. And um, she has gone um, to meet with him before and, you know, has been paying out of her pocket. And um, she's just a great lady. So her um, email address that's tied into a PayPal account that she set up today is Angela Farrell 737 And I'll spell it for you guys. It's A-N as in Nancy, G as in Giraffe, E L is in love, A is in apple, S is in Frank, A is in apple, R is in Ralph, R is in Ralph, E is in Edward, L is in love, L is in love, 737 at gmail.com. So again, it's Angela Farrell, 737 at gmail.com. I mean, it will just take just a little bit of money, and she she can go probably Tuesday or Wednesday to go meet him because the sooner the better because his back is really touch and go at this point. So he really, really needs somebody with him to help lighten the load. 
So, and any input or any information, any kind of um, suggestions have been great. He's been listening to everyone's suggestions, and um, you know, and it, the, where it stands now, he definitely needs somebody with him on this on this uh, leg of the um, of the uh, tour or the uh, journey. Shelly, are you looking for it? Anybody hear me? that this you know this woman wants to go and uh meet him in a few days if we we can get her some help you know she's just a little I bit of money I think that's awesome I think that's excellent Yeah it's too bad he couldn't have had that right from the get go um well um I'm down in Florida so I can't do anything like that plus I work every day um yeah. but yeah that's terrific that somebody could do that yeah, I think maybe in the beginning his original idea was maybe to do it more solo, you know, and then still right. visit with people and things like that. But, you know, at this point, um, um, he just need he has to have someone with him, you know, just to help out. Right. So right. it's a necessary thing. So I'm going to try and make sure that he always has somebody with him, caravanning, following him, or, you know, whatever right. needs to happen so we can get this journey done, you know. Right. Yeah. Where is he? Where is he going to end up out in California? Um, San Francisco area. Okay. That's awesome. And if everything goes well, he's going to walk back across America again, mm-hmm. but a different, you know, the different, the lower route, the southern states. Wow. I mean, no, has, he, he, has he had any news media coverage? Oh, he said quite a bit, yeah. Great. Doing well. I mean, there's there's been a lot, there's been so much opportunity, a lot of interest. I mean, that everyone seems interested off the bat. And little, other variables come into play, like logistics, like where he's at, where the newspapers are at. Sometimes it's the weekend. Uh Sometimes they just can't connect while he's walking through, you know. But still, you know, there's been some successes and there's a lot of interest and people waiting for him to get close and, um, 
you know, he's gotten a lot of interest um, from places, and sometimes they're just not close enough. Like, they're, like they want to cover very, very local news, uh, but they're very interested mm-hmm. in him, but they're, you know, a few hundred miles north or something. So we're kind of, um, mm-hmm. we're figuring it out, and now we've got it down to, you know, a science, and um, so I think it's all going to be, it's going to work out better. It'll also help him having someone there to kind of help field some of the calls, and that will help too as well, because sometimes it's hard when he's walking all day long to pick up a phone and call people back. So um, mm-hmm. it'll be helpful on a lot of levels. It's going to be, you know, um, it's going to get us more press, and it's going to make it easier for him, and it's just a win-win all around. And not to mention it's probably nice to have some company, you know. And right, um, right. have to make sure that – we just have to make sure that these are people going to be benefiting his journey, not making it more difficult, you know, just as long as these people remember that it's about Dave's journey and they're, we're there to help him and keep it about right. him and – you know what I mean? So, exactly. And he's a great guy, though. He's, yeah, you know, he's very, very kind to everybody. Right. Shelly, you back on the call? Oh, now where's Shelly up? She'll be back. She'll be back. Okay. Do, I don't Anybody else? I hope there was more people than just us. Um, I'm on. I, I'm going to have to sign off and go to sleep soon. Okay. 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 Good night, Hopefully everybody. Hopefully people heard us. Hey, good night. Good night. Good night. Okay. Be tight. Thank you. Bye. I'll text Shelly and see what's going on. I don't know if she can hear us or she's trying to get back. Hello. Is that Shelly? Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm distracted. Okay. That happens. Oh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just BSing, so I, I apologize. What's going on, you guys? No worries. Oh, thank you. Shelly, um, Shelly, can you unmute um, Pens- uh, Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania, sure. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's, uh, that's Angela. That's the woman oh, who okay. is going to be going. Wow, we got a we got ringing on in the background. Oh, here we go. Here's a couple of people. Let's just, I need a couple. Thank you. <laughs> I, 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 Hi. I, I okay, sorry you guys. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh, maybe Spencer's here too. Okay, All right, go, go, All right, go. Hi, can, can anyone hear me? We can. Yep, we can hear you too. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Hi, this is Linda from Southern California. Even though I'm calling from a different state right now. Hi. Hi there. I haven't uh, talked on the call for a couple of weeks. I, I'm calling. Um, I don't know who's on the call. I'm, I fell asleep, and I'm and so I'm just calling in right now. And I'm calling in. I think I think we were looking for Angela right now. I'm sorry, I was awake. But if you can wait, I'm here. Ang- okay. Can you can you go ahead, and then we can go ahead and open it up for the last hour. I'm sorry. Um, um, Linda from okay, Come Linda. Give me a second to let Angela uh, go ahead and talk to us for a minute, and then we'll get right back to you, okay? Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Linda. Hi, Sally. Hi, Ella. Um, yeah, Hi. and everybody. Hi. I, um, I'm very excited. I would love to help out David. I just talked with Ella about that earlier this evening, and um, she asked me if I could get ready and go tomorrow or Tuesday. <laughs> Unfortunately, I work too. So um, I am going to have to spring this on my boss as well as everybody that I work with. I don't know what they're going to say. Um, 
if they say no, I'm going to have to really do some really deep soul searching and see what I'm going to do. Um, if, um, you know, if they're okay with it and I can get a sub for the whole um, two weeks to a month, then great. Yeah, I would, I would do it. Um, I'm not going to make any promises on how long I can stay. If I start to feel sick and I start to feel like my head's burning because I do get that sometimes, um, who knows, I might have to leave. But um, I'll do what I can for him and not for myself. Of course, um, I'll try to take care of myself along the way. I'll buy a tent, and hopefully we can uh, do some, you know, camping so we can save money on hotel space. Um, and then go out there and pass out. I just received 100 of his brochures in the mail on Friday that I ordered. So we can pass those out and, like I said, try to help Ella with the calls um, and uh, make Great. it out there. That's you so know. cool. So just keep in mind that I'm in a different state, too, and they, they try to do their, their, their thing, up the ante. They don't want me hanging out with people around me. They don't want me, they want me isolated. But just rise above it. Be stronger than that. And uh, don't let it, you know, just water off a duck's back. I know it gets difficult. But, you know, we can do this. You can do it. So it's so awesome that you're helping. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, I'll try. Angie. I'll wait to see what my boss says. <laughs> no commitments yet. But Monday thanks. or Tuesday, I should know. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. They're great, but you know, he does. I, I, that is so cool. I, I, I think other people. Hey, can I, can I say something? This yeah, is, this sure. is James, James Lico. Um, I get a lot of um, injuries from these people that are that are like. But the only reason I'm mentioning is because there's a reason. There's a way to get around it, and um, I use magnets, neodymium magnets, and also rolled up. Um, magnet material it's like for car that you would paste on like a car door or something it's about four inches wide and it comes in rolls of 50 feet so you can cut it any length you want and i wrap this stuff or you know drape it over my shoulder or wrap it around my waist or something like that and it really does work and you can put neodymium magnets on it too and hold it to your shirt by neodymium magnets on either side and it really holds it uh it's kind of Awkward, but it does work. And um, around like, your waist, or wherever the pain might be. Uh, if that lady's going out to to where I've she tried is, magnets. yeah, I've tried what? them. I actually just got a 550-pound pole magnet from Texas from that neodyme. Uh, okay, well that's one magnet, and that's okay for putting it over something, but it's kind of heavy, and it's well, just heavy. Yeah. But if you if you got this. Um, Oh, uh, let's. Uh, are you guys looking at the chat room? Um, I'm not. You're not okay. No. Well, it's okay. Uh, can we finish off the conversation with Angela and and Ella, and then we'll come back to you. Can we? Can, right, can I give you my website, my um, email address? It's J A F E L C O at gmail dot com. Would you? Email me, and I'll email you back with a, a, what I'm telling you. Yeah, say that one more time. It's J-A-F-E-L-C-O at gmail.com. Okay. 
Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate your input tonight. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Shelly. Yes. Um, if if that lady Ella is still on there, um, I'd like to give a suggestion or two for that guy Dave that's walking. Sure, I'm listening. Sure. Oh, okay. Um, well, first of all, a question. Actually, um, it sounds like he needs something. Um, you know, in case he does not have somebody to roll along with him, doesn't he have anything like a luggage rack he can put some of his stuff he needs to carry on? You know, you know like those airport-style ones? He has he a has cart. cart. He's pushing his dog, yeah. It's, and it's oh, full. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like it's heavy then, yeah. Yeah, he's okay. pushing his dog. His dog's not even walking. He's pushing his dog. He needs someone to push him. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like for a break, <laughs> you know, making light of it. I have sciatica too. I know what that feels like. It does really hurt um, when it acts up. And um, if if um if Shelly can give you my phone number, if you could have me call, have him call me, I can t- kind of try to walk him through an exercise that really helps. We were doing yoga. Okay. When um, over the floor, so we did some yoga and stuff. He's just the thing about it is it's just getting him to do it. He um he's just not uh, up and stretching. I mean he doesn't he wasn't stretching really at all. He said, and he said the only day that he really stretched was when you know I said all right come on we're gonna do some yoga, <laughs> and he he said it felt better. Um, he's carrying this big sign on his back too, which um probably isn't the best if you have a bad back and you're walking across America, but um, he'll do what he can. But I'm sure he'd appreciate any exercises. Well, this does really, really well. Um, it's not yoga. It's something different. Um, it's called Feldenkrais. Well, um, what's your name? And um, did you say to contact Shelly to get your information or how did yeah, you want to do that? Yeah, it's Jody. Oh, Jody. Okay, I've not yeah. heard you before. Okay, yeah. I will email. Um, I'll uh, contact Shelly and then get that. Get um, yeah. Okay, and he that. can call me anytime if you know anytime he wants. Maybe okay. he should. Maybe he should lighten that uh, thing on his back too. Oh. Yeah, what is that's the, part of the exercise, thing, yeah. Jody? What is it? Oh, what's that? Joe, do you want to I got a little echo in the background there. What was that? I need somebody to repeat what they said. What was your your exercise called? It's it's a Feldenkrais exercise. Feldenkrais. With an F. What? It's called Feldenkrais. Feldenkrais? Like, Like Jesus Christ? <laughs> no, it's actually all one word. It's um, F E L D E N K R E I S, I believe. Oh, what is it? Um, it's just kind of like a, a body movement where you like move with your body. Hmm. Okay, I've never heard of it. Yeah, you can probably look it up on the internet. It's, it's that's the only exercise I know because I didn't take the whole class, but um. It's um, really interesting. I'd like to take more of it myself. Wow. Okay. I'm always up but for something new. Yeah, well, it's really, this exercise is highly effective. 
Beautiful. Let me put it this way. You know, most of the time I can work out the kinks in my back, and, I mean, I've had some really bad ones. And, um, you know, it prevents me from having to go to the chiropractor. Wow. Yeah, because that's what he was looking for was a chiropractor. Yeah, well, if I could walk him through this, it would probably really help. But I would suggest if, um, you know, if he's getting himself off balance by that heavy load on his back, he could still, you know, um, carry a load, but maybe try something like, car- what's he got, like boards or, or what? Because, you know, cardboard with poster board over it, you know, and that would do the same, you know, line it with plastic. Well, I hate to have him line it with plastic because it's not very, um, it's bad energy, but... You know what I mean? Yeah. He might have yeah. to like you know, put some weight. He could he could put a little bit of weight on the bottom of it, like just a small piece of board or something like that. You know, that's not as heavy as like oh, carrying a, a whole board on his back, just right. so that the wind didn't catch it. You know, so it would have some weight to it to hold it down. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. Hello? James, you're, James, you were wanting to say something? I think James was going to say something about it. Okay. Well, yeah, I, was, I, want, I did want to just say that you can put that magnet material on your body where they're aiming a weapon. And, you know, that happens to me all the time. They try to give me um, fibromyalgia, and they hurt my back on several occasions. You know, that's what they do, and you can put that magnet material over, and it really works. And I uh, feel it. When I, put, I have this big old magnet, and I'll put it right on where I think I have a chip. 50% of it, you know, I think I have a chip. But I'll, oh, some people amazing. believe me, some people don't. But anyway, I put this big old magnet right there, and I can feel it. I mean, I can really feel it. Like, mm. <laughs> it kind of feels kind of funky, actually. Yeah. It, it's well, um, they do work, and if you can get yeah. it over the exact spot, that's the thing, because they can move it and get another spot, but usually they don't. So if you get it over the right spot, yeah, it'll take it away right away. doesn't take it away, but it, it does help a little bit. And you know the theory, too, Angela, that it can help deactivate the chip. You know, that's you know what Dwight always that. preaches. Yeah, yeah. yeah it will uh, make the chip work harder and ruin it, which is ah, what you want. That'd be good. Well, they can ruin. You got to be careful with that magnet not, and keep it away from your cell phone and things like that because it can screw it up. Those magnets are powerful and and RFID yeah, chip. Um, you know, that's just a little circuit board, I believe. So that can it can you mm-hmm. know potentially destroy it as well, which I think is what might have happened in Dwight's situation. It's kind of uh, dangerous too if you have two of them. So. Be careful with it. Definitely. So you, you know, if you had another one, they they could slam together and really, you know, pinch it. Yeah. I hear that Karen Rose knows a lot about those and how to properly use them. Ken Rhodes? Yeah. Well, Karen, Probably. Karen Rose. Karen. Yeah. Hello? I'd like to talk to her sometime. I'd love to hear her input. Yeah, yeah. can we? Um, I'm sorry to interrupt. So if we're done with that conversation, and we put Karen off. Hi, Karen. You want to come back and say uh, you talk? Karen from California. 
Oh, no, it's Linda from California, from Southern okay. California. Oh, Linda, I'm sorry. Hi. Linda, I apologize. I apologize. Okay, Linda, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, Hi. that's okay. Is Ella, did I hear right? Ella's on the call? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Hi, Linda. Uh, hi, Ella. It's it's Southern California, Linda. I haven't been on for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I know. I haven't heard from you in a while. How are you doing? Yeah, my targeting is really, really bad. And um, I'm not doing well at all. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I know, I know you know my targeting's bad, so that's why I was just wanting to talk a little bit because I'm feeling like my targeting is um, just gone from extreme to extreme uh, on steroids, and um, I'm uh, trying to work at a. I, I'm working with a trauma therapist right now. A lot. I'm glad you're doing that. Yeah. Trying to see if I can try to clear any trauma because I'm being traumatized every day and uh, um, I'm, you know, I get tortured 10 to 20 hours a day, every day and um, and whatever weird stuff they're doing in my head, they're doing a lot of really weird, uh, I think, MK Ultra stuff and, and so forth and I, I don't really know what to say and I can't really say something uplifting right now, I'm just saying I'm in trouble, I'm in serious trouble and, um, Can you call me tomorrow? Are you able to call me tomorrow? Yeah, I might try to give you a call. I, I've been trying to avoid people so that people don't target my friends, as you know, or target the people I, I talk with. And, right. Um, and because I'm just, I'm scared, and I think some people on some calls know that there might be some kind of weird, um, uh, let's say, weird religious dark religious group involved in my targeting and uh, that they might be attempting to get me uh, mentally targeted or program me up. I mean, I've been threatened with being programmed to be like a Manchurian candidate. I've been uh, threatened to be programmed into a violent person against my will and all kinds of weird stuff. And they are doing all kinds of really weird things to me. And, um, And that's going on. So I'm I'm just calling and I'm saying that I'm in trouble. My targeting is extreme. There's really weird things happening to me, and um, and I really think that they might try to frame me because I was. Are you losing time, Linda? Are you losing time? Yeah, I am. And so my my therapist is familiar with you know now what they're calling DID, you know, disassociative disorder which is what they're doing when they're doing the programming. And um, so, so I am having that problem and uh, having some weird flashback kinds of things. And um, just I, 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 look, I look literally like I'm about 30 years older than I am. And um, I, I just look like I have just been through it. So I'm, I'm scared and um, my doctor, my my therapist knows that I'm scared, and um, so I'm just kind of wanting to put that out in case something happens to me and see if, so people remember who I was, because the main one of the main threats to me was not just a nonviolent person into a violent person, but they they would make me into a gang stalker, and um, which would be from being a TI to that would be just horrific, and. Um, I think because you feel that way, I think it's an impossibility, the fact that you think that now. Because the people who tend to glean that direction 
already have that ability to, you know, I, I don't think they could do that to you in particular. You know, the Manchurian thing, that's something different, I believe, but trying to turn you into that, you have to agree on some level. I know that I, I'm kind of aware of, of all that from a spiritual perspective, but my group has some really powerful and really weird technology. I, I don't even know if it, I don't know where it's coming from, but I'm not we have, as I can. Yeah, we have some, we have some very similar stuff going on. I've always wondered, I've always wanted to have an in-depth conversation to figure out if it's the same people. Because so yeah, yeah. a lot of the things we talked about... But I do know that for me in particular, I mean, I'll get really, really scared and feel exactly like you do, and that's exactly what they want. I know, I know. They do. And, um, they, they have a way where, you know, they can just dial up my feelings, you know. They do the forced speech stuff. And so they put me in huge terror, and then they do the forced speech stuff where they force me to say all this stuff over and over and over and over and I had read in Duncan's book how that's like NLP programming when they get you to say the same, you know, they use forced speech to get you to say the same thing over and over and over. And uh, so they're doing that kind of thing. You and sound better than the last time I heard you, though. I mean, your voice sounds better, and you're really, you sound like you have some strength. Okay, well, I, I'm I'm not sure that I feel that way. I'm um, so, anyways, I'm. I'm just wanting to say um, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm on the call. I'm scared. My my targeting's gone out. It's increased a lot. And I, you know, one of the big things was really to frame me, and that was one of their things was to frame me. And, um, what are they going to frame you for? They had talked about framing me for either mental illness, which you know isn't that hard, considering they can do all that shit to us but framing me for for crimes or getting me to commit a crime. If they could get me to commit a crime or actually change change me. And um and with the amount of torture that I get and being programmed up, I mean I just don't even know anymore. And um I do think that they that they're trying to do some kind of remote control thing with me where they literally can control me. And so that's been pretty scary. And and I know that I have talked with some other people that know about there are some remote people, remote control people uh, that are part of our community. They don't talk about it, but there are some. And some of the people who've been around know who those people are, and they talk to them privately. So anyways, I'm just letting you know, I'm, and I'm, that's what's happening with me. Thank you for being on the call, Ella. And I, I recognize oh, no problem. The yeah, I recognize the voices of the other people on the call. I've heard them on the call before. And one of the things they, they, that they also did was say they would really ruin my memory. They just delete my memory, and uh, that they could do that. So I don't know. What well, they dim them. Oftentimes, it's just dimmed memory, or it's just okay. temporarily. Um, um, it's not necessarily removed. It's just blocked. You know. So sometimes it's just okay. temporary. You know, the whole memory thing is very complicated. Um, I've been studying about it, like, for a week in depth. And, you know, but a lot of times if they just dim it, it doesn't mean it's gone forever. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure they could if they wanted to. But, you know, that's what, you know, you can look at pictures. I do that a lot just to look at pictures and talk to people and, um, you know, different things will remind you, you know, around the home, you know. Um, you know, um, yeah, it is good to 
kind of look at pictures for various reasons to remember us before all this, you know, and to kind of jog our memories. And then my one one memory, like looking at a picture, might um, trigger some other memories that are correlated to it. And so it opens, you know, it goes so those pathways are reopened and revisited it, and there's less of a chance that there can be the synapse can close. I hope I'm using the right terminology, but um, yeah, just you know, just you know. I would think if you have pictures or memorabilia or anything like that, just, you know, hold on to that. Remember, with all the mind reading and stuff that goes on, you know, I know that they were targeting my brain for a long, long time, and maybe, and probably still are. When I would go to sleep, they would dig out those memories, and who knows what they're doing with them. So I don't right, want to right. in my memories. <laughs> and I, I was right. like, for a long time, like three and a half years, I mean, almost dead. And I, you know, and I couldn't, rem- I couldn't, my short-term memory was really, really bad. But in a way, it was kind of like I was in this big fog and I didn't know if I was going to come out of it dead or alive. But um, I came out of it, I, I, I'm much better now because I had a uh, one surgery where I know that they took something out. But also my targeting's gone down, knock on wood. Because that could change tomorrow, you know. That could change tomorrow. Changes every day. But you, you know, you could just keep with it, and and you'll, who knows, you know, maybe one day you'll wake up and it will all be gone. You never know. But you know, Linda, I know this group, or I don't know about yours, but they're uh-huh. scary. They're really scary. They're yeah, dark. They are, I mean, it's beyond scary. You know, it's definitely not government. They're to, yeah, they're trying yeah. to instill that fear on you that you already stated that and other people have here and that um, they're trying to override your will and you can't let them do that. Okay, I'm, I'm doing my best. You have the will like of Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I know it's hard. I know it's hard, but just don't don't let them do that. And then remember too, you know, the acronym for fear is false evidence appearing real. Okay, so there's an I element love of that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So keep that by you, and and remind yourself of that. And um, if they try the mental illness card on you, um, you need to you need to be aware that it's all a sham. Psychiatry is a sham. And uh, the the American Psychiatric Association has admitted that themselves. Okay, and it's I, I there's do, nothing I science. Some, there's, yeah, there's I, nothing I do like, have. Okay, I have some information about that, and the person right. that I'm work the person that I'm working with knows what a TI is. Oh, and, great, um, great. Yeah, and and also knows what MK Ultra is, and has worked with MK Ultra people. Oh, so, wow. So I, 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 I spent some time trying to find the right person or the right people. Wow, you did a great job. Yeah, so, so that, that's more TIs helpful. need More TIs need somebody like that. You said it was a trauma therapist that you're working with? Yeah, yeah, so that's so it's good. So, What um, is her background? You know, I, I, well, I, what, I don't really know too much about I don't. I should say I don't remember too much about it, except that the person knows trauma, knows TIs, and has worked with uh, MK Ultra survivors. And so when I heard that, that that was interesting to me. And so then, that's when t- in talking to that person, that person does seem to to know about that, and um, and is trying to learn more about what's happening with TIs, with what the newest weapons are and newest, you know. 
you know, we have different kinds of weapons on us, and psych weapons, et cetera. Right, yeah, well, I know they, right, they do. That's very true. We we know that, and I'm not discounting anything that you're saying because I know I'm, you know, because I'm a TI, too, and, you know, I, I still have weird stuff happen to me. I've been through a lot, too. Not as much as a lot of people have, and certainly not as much as what you've gone through, it sounds like. But um, it sounds like you're working with somebody good. But I was just wondering, I mean, is she got like a sociology background or a psychology background or anything like that? You know, I, I don't I don't really know, to be honest. I never, I just, my brain is where I can't always remember things. I just remember that that person knew, knew what a TI was. And that was important to me. So when I called let me, and talked, that, let me ask um, you this. Let me yeah. ask you this. How, how long have you been seeing this person? Just a few months. And have you improved or gotten better? Do you feel better since you've been seeing her? I I would say that I I feel like um, I'm I'm the, like there's more like there's an understanding of what's occurring. And if something happens, there's maybe somebody who can validate what's happening that is from, you know, an area where we usually, it was an experiment to me, you know, because I know that for the most part, those people are, are dangerous for us. Right. And um, well, but what, the I'm, what time, I'm trying to say is, right, well, yeah. what I'm saying, because I was going to use that very same word that you said about, it sounds like she's validating you, but do you feel better, the same, or worse since you've been seeing her? No, I would say that I, that my targeting has been increasing. So I feel about I feel I I notice my targeting increasing. So I can't say whether seeing that person targeting me or not, yeah. but my targeting is increasing. So and and to like an unbelievable level. And um, well, that and might the, be the, retaliating. That well, might so be that's retaliating. hard for me to, to to say one way or the other. You you okay. have PTSD. And you sound like you have PTSD because yeah. you're, she just found um, some trauma. Yeah, yeah that's so what, I mean, like, something like EMDR would be helpful to you, and the talking to your therapist should be helpful. But you might have what they I mean. You definitely have PTSD, but you might have um, CPSD, complex post-traumatic syndrome. So the thing um, about he probably doesn't think, know anything about that. But I would try to look into things for PTSD, like maybe, you know, that EMDR or something other ways they deal with it. The thing about EMDR is that it doesn't work if you're having um, reoccurring, um, like, quote-unquote, chronic PTSD. It can help with situational trauma. But if you if you have ongoing trauma, it doesn't really help. And oh, unless okay. maybe one particular, unless one particular event is really um, bothersome and really um, haunting, then, you know, they can go back and they can work around that one particular event. I used to do that, and I really, you know, I've actually went to someone and it helped me, um, but then I approached someone about, you know, in regards to being targeted, just saying that I have ongoing trauma, this, you know, but I, I just thought I was being stalked. You know, I didn't go into great detail or into who, great who is about that? it. Who is, who is that that's talking? Ella. Oh, that's Ella? Okay, Ella. I yeah. Yeah, so so what I've been told by a few people that I know in the field, they just said that it is effective, but not if you have ongoing trauma. Okay. Well, yeah. I have every day a different kind of trauma. So I guess I have constant, I wouldn't say constant, I have situational Complex. trauma. Complex. Complex, maybe. 
Yeah. So th- thank you for um, that. I to get off the call, and I'm I'm just so I'm so wiped out right now. I've had a really really bad time. And hey, Linda, can you take some melatonin tonight? We were all talking about melatonin. I don't know if you take it. Are you taking stuff to help you sleep? I, I get drugged. They drug me to sleep. I never sleep anymore. And uh, oh. I'm, I mean, I don't. I'm not allowed to sleep. They they drug me to put me to sleep. And um, my as I, I don't know how many people have that, but that's what they do with me. And um, anyways. Um, Thank you for being on the call, everybody. And um, yeah, can I just say I, something else to you, real quick? Here, I just um, I'm kind of curious. How did your therapist find out about um, TIs and MK Ultra and all that? Do you know? Actually, I, I didn't. I didn't ask. Um, I I know that there. Um, one of the things that um, that there is, if you if you go through. Um, uh, I can't remember who I, I can't remember who I talked to now. There's some there's there's some people on the call that are familiar with that that field, that um, also were familiar with people who work in that field that knew TIs, and that's how I got hooked up. So I just was was listening, and I had seen some stuff on YouTube that there were some people that knew about TIs, and um, and. So I'm not. I'm not particularly. I don't really remember. I know that just, there's. Just um, can I give you a word of caution? Okay, just because you don't know very much about her background, just a word yeah. of caution, okay? Yeah. Because it's always good to be cautious and to question, okay? Not to add more fear, but just be um, aware that it is a possibility that she could be um, possibly a perpetrator, um, and they could be basing. Um, uh, you know, using you for research. But just keep it as a possibility. I'm not saying that I would agree with that. I hate to say it, but I would feel, agree. If you're not feeling well, any better... Yeah, but how does she feel better when I, she's being continuously traumatized every day? It's hard to feel better when you're constantly yeah, it's, traumatized. It's hard to feel better. If we're, right, if I, well... So, so. Well, it could be the, you know, I mean, I know how the technology works, you know, to a degree, like as much as we do know, but uh, you, you know what I'm saying? If um, they could be retaliating against you, hitting you harder because you are trying to get help on the one hand, but on the other hand, because you don't know this person's background, and it's very, it's very strange that, you know, unless this person has experienced herself or knows somebody else personally that's been through it, most people, if they work in the psychology or sociology um, uh, fields, um, they would not be in agreement with you. I mean, they're making yeah, it no, now. I, I, I realize that that's why I went up before I ever went there, I, I called. In, in, in any event, I don't want to say too much about it, partly because of my, my perps. Yeah. So, okay, just I, be careful. Just concerned about you, Okay. No, no, I'm, I'm I'm concerned also because my perps are high tech and they really want to hurt me. And sometimes I feel like this thing is is my my mine is not not so much medical um, research or whatever. My perps are, have more to do with revenge. Okay, sorry to interrupt you guys. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Sumaya. You can open up late night. I was gonna ask, is anybody else opening one tonight? Anybody else? If not, I can open. You have one minute remaining. 
Okay, I What's have, the number? I oh, my God, let me know. I'm remaining. Okay. Goodbye, Linda. What's the number? Oh, okay. okay, one, three, Bye. four, okay. eight, four, five. One, one three, three, four, eight, four, five. Oh, goodness. Do we Thank lose you. him? Okay. Someone had one minute remaining. I don't know if it's my call, but I heard you have one minute remaining. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Oh, uh-huh. me either. Me either. Is that that's a new talk show thing? That's weird. Maybe someone that's got run out of minutes or something was on talking with us and then said they had one minute remaining on their phone cards. Maybe they were, could be like they were trying to block me. Saying, yeah, go, but say it again then. Go ahead and say all it. All right, one three four eight four five quantum theology. And uh, we'll start it after this call. Thank you. Thank you, Samaya. You're welcome. All right. Continue on. Well, where'd they go? If people are still on, oh, what do you have in the room muted? That is great. What? Oh my god. Ah. Oh. No, we got people on muted. No, no one on. Where's? Oh, Just threw them off. Yeah. There's Ella. She got thrown off, huh? Hello. Yeah, I'm on mute. Yeah. Hey, you yourself. Is that Amy Hi. or Ella? Yeah, yes, Amy. Just unmuted me. Amy, I didn't get a chance to go through my emails. When's your next meeting? The next Portland, Oregon, uh, talk individual meeting is Sunday, um, August seventh. Uh, August seventh. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm going to move down. I'm moving back into Washington. So. Oh really? Oh, oh I am. Congratulations. Well, you know, it just makes a little more makes sense with my sister sick and and uh, and so yep, here I'm getting you know to other friends in Washington State now, and you know we've got a strong support system and we've got a good group in Seattle, I think, and we've got a good group in Oregon. So. Oh good, oh good. Yeah. Nice to hear that, Shelley. Nice to hear you're gonna move out of the uh, hot humor. Uh. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm. I am so looking forward to getting out of Arizona. And it's just, you know, it's probably another distraction to keep me distracted from doing more what I love to do, expose this, this stuff. But I have to uh, take care of myself too. So I'm glad Ella and everybody that's coming forward to uh, to to participate in in spreading awareness and 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 and, and all the wonderful things that. People are on board doing Kate and Peter and, and you and everybody that's come together in the past couple of months. I really appreciate it. And, you know, everybody I think has has pulled together. So, really appreciate that. When yeah. are you going to do that? When are you When are you moving? Um, with, I'm going to go back and put my month in, and I will be down probably within the next month or two. Oh wow! So you're going to give you 30 day notice? Huh? I am going to. Yep, I have. I have to give them a month in advance, and I can go anywhere I want to, basically. So, but I need. To Where are you going to go? Sick. 
my sister's sick. And so... Um, Where did you say you're going to go? I'm going to um, the uh, Seattle area. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I was, I was, uh, that's where I'm from, born and raised, so... Oh. Right here, and I got to teach my niece how to drive today. I was so, I was, you know, and I got to see my, um, my, uh, what do you call great niece? They're uh, my niece's twins. What are they, my great, what are they? Um, my niece's children. So I'm the auntie. I'm the great aunt, I guess. Uh huh. Great aunt. Wow. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. so, um, and they were so cute, and I just, I really, you know, want to be uh-huh. around my family, and my, my children are, are here, and, and my sister's children, and, and, uh, and I've got, I've met some good people here, so I'm coming back. Yep. Well, that, that, that is phenomenal news, Shelley, really, I'm, uh, happy for you. Happy Thank for you. Yeah. Yeah. Happy, that's jealous, whatever. That's great <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. I'm looking forward to getting back to to my uh, stomping grounds. Even though the, I think the technology is a little bit thicker up here. <laughs> so, oh, I'm um, too. <laughs> I'm glad to it too. I'm and so it'll be good good to have you up here. Yay! I know. I actually I thought about Lonnie. You know, going to meet Lonnie too. Is that you, Lonnie? This is Lonnie. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. I thought about you because uh, I know you're north, right? I'm um, um, uh, in Port Angeles. Oh my goodness! Oh, hey, well, I'm, if I go up there, I will. Let's go fishing, okay? <laughs> good. Okay. Sounds good. Right. I'm not kidding. I love to fish. I born, I was born, on, raised on the sound, and I love it so. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. I think what I think we have a real advantage with our big trees here, you know, in terms of the targeting. Oh, I'm so jealous that you live up in Port Angeles. I've been in many derbies up there and stuff, you know, fishing derbies oh, and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I am looking forward to getting back home. So I didn't know when I left. I, I was chasing my tail. I was afraid. I didn't know what was happening to me. And now I know. And I, uh, yeah. Fantastic. Good. So thanks, everybody, for your support. And I'm sorry I haven't been as uh, involved as, uh, know, with everything's going on. I, I don't know if it's a tactic, a distraction, you know, and then my mom passing and my now my sister's really sick and things like that. But uh, it is what it is and I'm moving forward and I'd love to get some access some good, strong thing joining in with Seattle, maybe going to city council and uh doing some of the things, you know. Uh that's uh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I think Laura is really working hard. I just met her once because I've been to a couple of their meetings, but it's kind of a long drive. But uh, I think she's really keeping things going. So Yes. You'll be a good well, you know, I, I mean, I've heard about them organizing rallies and stuff. But, you know, one day here come in and say, oh, look out for the directed energy. We can't have that. We've just got to get out there and do our thing and not pay attention to what could or would or should going to happen to us because, they're going to do what they're going to do, and we just have to be strong and, and educate the public, uh, you know, spread awareness, and, and try to get us some help. That's basically it. Good for you. I know they'll be glad to see you coming. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A very good leader. So. Yeah, I know. It's, you know, so I, I'm looking forward to it. 
So, anyways, but, um, so I'm kind of excited yeah, about that. Okay, so um, good call tonight, you guys. I wasn't really, um, oh gosh, there's a lot going on over here. But um, so Shumaya's going to open at 134845. And thank you, Ella, for coming in and, and sharing for the, uh, uh, for the evening. Oh, here we go, another, another chit-chatter. Hello, Central Coastal California. Hi. Hello. Hi. Is that, hi, is that Karen? Yeah. Hi, Karen. How's it going? All right. How are you? I'm, I'm hanging in there. Yeah. You doing okay? I can't take the uh, burning from the phone, the radiation from the phone are killing me. I don't stay on the phone more than a few minutes. Well, have you tried, like, if you talk to EMS Linda, you know, though she's got ways to, I mean, she's got, you know, a, a landline for one, I think, and uh, he's got a lot of, you know, and she, it, it, she's built some contraption because the phones get to me too. And so, um, you know, to keep less of that stuff in our head, on our head and around, it, they burn, it burns me too. It's burned me for a long time, actually. I, I, I realized throughout the years that the... I had eczema, you know, and that's right where the phone would hit my, you know, even the old phone. Uh, would, I can't you know, get the phone within three feet of my head without feeling discomfort. So I see they Are they hitting you harder now that you're not, you know, you're trying to... No, it's just been a slow progression over time. I, it's no real consequential thing. They did this and this happened. I don't really think. It just, you know, it's kind of an evolution and it kind of ebbs and flows and Sometimes the flow is more drastic than others, and you know it's the burning thing. Things have picked up lately. You know how that goes. It goes in waves. Anything else that's going on that they're doing? You know, no. no. Well, it's good to hear from you, Karen. Oh, thanks. Yeah, Yeah, I wanted to hand out my email if somebody had a question about magnets that I could give them my two cents. That it's not that it's worth anything, but I'll be glad to. Go for it. Go ahead. Are right, you got the floor? Karen with the same rose like the flower. We're forty four forty four at Gmail. If anybody wants it or has any questions that I can answer that are simple. <laughs> well, also Karen, I may have you come in as a guest speaker or like on a Wednesday night call or talk about shielding. Say what? Yeah. I might have you come in. 